Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 4th of October, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 681. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gilroy is here, and it is October, Halloween. October. Next week, Friday the 13th. Did you know this? Is it? Apparently. Apparently. Uh, Mm. Spooky, a very spooktober. That would have been a great time if it wasn't this year to release like... Uh, Redfall, something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Would have given them a, a couple of extra months to work on it and maybe put some content into the game. That would have been smart. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of, lots of good things could have come out of that one. But sadly, oh well. I still haven't gone back and replayed it. Like, did they ever, I think they committed to like fixing it at some point, right? And I don't know. Last I checked, it still ran like garbage. Uh, Fix it, wait, performance-wise? Was it bad yeah. performance-wise? I don't remember that. I oh, didn't yeah, really have, like crap. I didn't really have that many. But I don't, I've got an AMD CPU, so I've got, you know, a good computer. Oh. So, yeah, you know, unlike your Intel inside. I, was, I think it was one of those uh, in, uh, AMD-sponsored games. Yeah, so. yeah. So it was <laughs> one of the rare ones that runs well for me. Hey, I'll tell you what I did today, which was ex- a lot of fun. I pushed a fucking car up a hill. It was pretty good. Mm. It was pretty good, Luke. So I'm riding my bike home from Coles. My, uh, I got an e-bike. And I'm riding home and I uh, there's this like this, this dude, this Coles employee. And he's got his hands on like the bonnet of a car. And this car is like whining like crazy. And he's clearly attempting to push it somewhere and I'm like, all right, I better better give him a hand, you know? So I uh hop off my bike and roll on over. I'm like, oh yeah, what's what's up? And he's like, Oh, you know, this car's fucked something. He said something, it it had done something, I don't know. But it wouldn't move in any direction. It had like an automatic gearbox and it couldn't go into neutral for some reason without without really gunning the engine. And uh, the lady in the car couldn't work out how to do it, how to, like, gun the engine uh, to get it to go to neutral or whatever, whatever needed to happen. Uh, So the Coles dude hopped in the car, the lady hopped out, and I just had to push the fucking car myself. Uh, Because the lady wasn't really... Well, she did try to help, but she wasn't doing much. And I just pushed this car. And then... um, yeah, I pushed it, and we parked it on the side of the road, uh, like this, this narrow road, and uh, it was sort of like it was fucked, right? The car's fucked. It it, just, it needs to be towed. It's not moving anywhere, right? It took a significant amount of effort to push this fucking thing, uh, and the and the whole time the engine was fucking going, like fucking roaring, but and it was in gear or something, but like it just won't move. It literally won't move. So it needs to be towed. Anyway, we push it into the only space available, and because uh, it's in a, it's outer inner West Sydney, which means there's no, there's not really any spaces. It was rare to find a space, and it was kind of in front of this driveway, for they're building a metro. Uh, one of those metro stations near near where I live, and uh, it was kind of in front of this driveway, but the driveway is closed and boarded up and gated and padlock closed 
and very obviously not in use. But uh, the car was kind of encroaching a little bit. And the lady's like, oh, do you reckon we can park here? And the Coles guy was like, oh, I think, I think it'll be all right. I'll just run off and, uh, and I'll go ask the site manager if it's okay. I'm like, well, where else are you going to park it? I said, like, we're lucky we got it here. It doesn't move forward. It won't roll down a hill, let alone, like, it took me everything to push it up a hill. Like, what other options? I'm not, I'm, I can't push it all the way down the fucking hill. Like, where, where else is it going to go? This is it. It's either here or in the middle of the road, right? Like, it doesn't really matter if they're okay with it, but this is the only obvious place. And she's like, yeah, that's true. I, you know, I'm just a bit worried that we're encroaching over this driveway. I'm like, but it's padlocked up, right? There's padlocks, there's boards, there's like, I, there are like banks with less security on their doors than what's going on here. I like, you'd have an easier time breaking into a bank than through this fucking doorway. There's no way this driveway is being used. She's like, yeah, oh, uh, that's true. What do you think I should do now? I don't know. I just, I just push the car. It's not really on me. She's like, oh, fair enough. I might go to the library. I'm like, cool. I'm going to go eat my lunch. And then that's what I did. I went and ate my lunch. I don't know if the car's still there or how they went Where's with your the bike? site. Huh? What happened with your bike during all this? I just parked it on the side of the road, you know. Oh, you get back and it's stolen. It was a long con. Oh, the, the, the old <laughs> rope adobe. They got me. Yeah. Uh, I you was, come back, car's gone. I was bike's bit, gone. Yeah, they, they got it all. <laughs> Cars driving off with the car with the bike on like one of those bike racks on the back. I'm like fucking, we got you this time, you got fucking him. idiot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, good times. Yeah. There's this little kid in the back. This was the stinger. There's this little kid in the back wailing their fucking brains out. Absolutely like, not having no a bar of yeah. Probably. Well, I think it was there was some random Coles dude sitting in, in the car. Mm. Uh, oh, not helping. Fantastic. Well, he was he was the only one who was able to like get it to engage the gearbox or something. I fucking know. I couldn't have done it. I wouldn't have. I was only there. I was literally, literally only there to shove things. I could not have done whatever he was doing. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, this kid's fucking losing it, and uh, and I'm like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Like standing there, like like briefly for a second, getting my breath back. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. Don't 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 stress. And uh, the mum walks around, and like I thought this was a little girl, one thousand percent. The mum is like, oh, it's okay, Jordan. I'm like, Jordan could be a boy or a girl's name. I'm still not sure, but I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Girl named Jordan, because uh, there are there are like girls named Jordan, right? Sure. Like long yeah. hair and like a like a smock type thing, like a. <laughs> anyway, and then uh, the mum like like pulls Jordan out, and she, she's like, "Oh, he's just fussy." I went, "He, what, what, fucking?" That was confusing. That was the most confusing part 
of it all. Jordan, the boy. It's a boy's name. I, I, most most of the Jordans I know, I know one girl Jordan. Most of the Jordans I know are boys. Uh, but still, I was surprised at that reveal. That was a twist in the yeah. old story. Yeah. And Jordan was 32 year old, years old. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, He's uh, drinking wine. What is going no, on? Mate. No, no, no. I'm drinking sake. That was my. Uh, that was uh, okay. the next thing I was going to talk about. I went to the Australian Sake Festival on the weekend, uh, and I got molested. And uh, yeah, now I drink every night to get past what happened. Uh, okay. Arrive there at eleven fifty-eight. Uh, it opened. The doors yeah. open at twelve. No, a.m. Doors opened at 12 p.m. And, uh, well, no, so you, you get in at p.m., so you're there the day before. Oh, get a yeah, good yeah, seat yeah. in the line. Get the line, yeah. Well, that's like, I was talking about that with my wife, right? She's like, oh, we should have gone here earlier. I'm like, well, we'd just be waiting in the line more. Mm. Right? We, we would have spent, like, if we'd gotten here 20 minutes earlier, we'd be a, we wouldn't be 20 minutes closer to the line. It took us like five minutes to get in. The, the line was like sort of snaked back and forth. Right, but when the line started moving, the snake started contracting. Have you ever seen this? It's infuriating. If there aren't like literally guides for people to go around, people will just like take the path, the like the shortest possible path. But what that does, you're not actually saving any time. You're saving like a few steps, but like the same number of people have to go through the same fucking ingestion point. So, like, by contracting the space of the the snake, like, we just wound up stopping more often. It was ridiculous. Uh, it's twelve o'clock, also. So I was I was getting pretty hangry because I've got to get my fucking, I've got to get my lunch. I got to eat. Like, if I don't eat on schedule, I am the fucking worst. I am literally Joe Pesci. I'm not me when I'm hungry. I <laughs> I need a Snickers. Like, uh. But yeah, anyway, so the snake the snake was contracting. That was f- fucking frustrating. But it took us like fucking five minutes to get like from our place in the line to get in. So if we'd gotten any earlier, we would have been just pissing away time. Get in. I am efficient at these things, right? Like I'm not... People are like going to the fucking front of the... Up to the places and they're like, oh yeah, how's it going? Tell us about your sake. Oh, oh, and what kind of rice do you use? Oh, Japanese rice. That's so interesting. Mm. <laughs> and then they Did you s- say that with an accent? <laughs> I didn't say that. No, was an accent. I was just being, like an accent on that one. Maybe in West Sydney. And, uh, and then, um, yeah, and then, you know, they swill it around. They, they like, a couple of, couple of sips to get through their drink. No. I walk up, right? I thrust the glass out. I'm like, how are you going? How are you going? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. I want to try them all. Let's go. And they pour it in. I, I smash it. The, the glass is out before they've even finished pouring everyone else's drink, right? They, they work it out. They know. They're like, all right, this dude's fucking, this dude's moving, Right? He's here. He's on business. Exactly. Right? So they start fucking... They get there. They get the lead out. They start finding the fucking next bottle. They grab the next bottle and they start pouring. Fucking bang. And everyone else... That's when everyone else realizes. Everyone else around me realizes, oh, shit. 
uh, old mate over here is not fucking about. We are going to miss out on bottles if we don't fucking catch up. And so they start fucking slamming them, right? My, my cup's already out, right? But before, before anyone else has even finished their first, my cup is out for my third, right? The, the person looks at me, the person behind serving, they look at me and they're like, oh, I should really serve this. And I give them, I give them the old fucking, I give them the old look, I, you know, the tilt of the head. And they put the, the second bottle down, they pick up the third. And then everyone gets the third, right? Everyone gets the third. I drain it. Everyone else drains it. And then everyone gets the fourth. And then everyone gets the fifth. And suddenly everyone fucking knows. Everyone work, has worked out. We're, we're working at a pace here. We're not fucking milling about. We're, not here, we're here for a fucking good time, not a long time, right? So eight minutes have passed and I've heard about, I don't know, fucking 40% alcohol by volume over fucking a liter. You know, like I'm just fucking rat shit. I'm already fucking drunk. And I've gone through like three stalls. We're doing well. The other trick is, instead of like being like, oh, what's this one called? Oh, what did you say? Junmai Dai? Junmai? No, Dai Ginjo? No, never heard of that. Is that the brand? No, that's the type. Oh, and this one's what? Junmai Ginjo? How is that different to the the Daiginjo. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm, I'm just like, take a photo of the label of the one I like, move on, all right? Take a photo, move on. And they're like, yeah, at the end, right? An hour later, I've tried literally every sake in the place, right? I am hammered, uh, utterly hammered. I've had one of the worst onigiris of my entire life. And then... I roll back to the stalls where, like, I sit down, eat eat the onigiri, talk to my wife about the the sakis that we actually enjoyed, which ones that we want to buy. Fucking, it's it's now one one o'clock. All the people who didn't who were like, oh, no, let's not go at twelve. Let's go at one. That'll be way better. Uh, and now there's three times as many people in the fucking place. Uh, there are giant fucking lines for everything, right? The whole place is packed. Oh, at one point, I'm standing. I was standing there trying to get like, trying to buy a bottle. And apparently, I was standing too close to the water cask, right? This woman legit, like, put her hand between my legs to get to the water. And I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, oh, I was just trying to get the water. I'm like, what, my water? What the fuck? <laughs> Fucking, so anyway, I was, yes, I was touched in an uncomfortable position. Um, and then, um, yeah, go and buy the, like, I just sort of like stroll to the fucking, straight to the front and people like, oh, oh, and you'd hear them. They'd be like, oh, I don't think, oh, yeah, no, you know, people don't fucking respect lines or anything. Or there's just no respect anymore. You know, you fucking line up. We should just do that. And then I'd be like, yeah, I just want this bottle. And they'd. They like I'm actually buying something, so they drop what they were doing and actually like serve the paying customer. And they give me the bottle and they put it in a in a like a bag, and they're like, "Oh, thank you so much, thank you, thank you." And then like the people who were grumbling, like, "Oh, he was buying stuff. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, oh, you know, people were gonna buy things. 
They should have a line for that. And but they didn't. Yeah, they do. I just fucking made yeah, one. Yeah, I just fucking made one, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. And so, yeah. There you go. Anyway, one more story about my very eventful week. It's been a long week, Luke. Right? It's only halfway through as well. Yeah, but we also we also we podcasted on Tuesday last oh, week. Oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. That's yeah. right. Yep. Well, we'll get to that part. I chopped my finger. Should, Can you see this shit? That part? Can you see this, Luke? Chopped your finger. I chopped oh, yeah. my finger so fucking bad. It's too close. It's too close. How fucking... I don't know. It won't, it, it won't like... It's not going to focus. focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if yeah. I hide my face? This is terrible, no. terrible radio. Um, <laughs> I shot my I finger. I take a picture and send it to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that'll be fun. No, I, don't, for, I don't want Yeah, that. I don't want it on my phone. Um, fucking... I've got this this knife, scary knife. Hmm. I have call, a knife. Okay. Is there any, like, do you have any follow-up or you just have a knife? No, you just said you have a knife. I have, I also have a knife. Is this, is this what we're doing now? You just, you're just going to have fucking, spoons? You just, yeah, I've got spoons. Oh, we got brand new spoons. But don't fucking ADHD me, okay? I'm, I'm trying to focus, okay? Um, got this knife called a scary Forks. knife. I got forks. Yeah, I got forks. Uh, and yeah, we bought it in Japan. We need to take it to the knife sharpener. The knife sharpener, whoever it is, loses their fucking mind. One of them uh, used the shortened version of Japanese to describe it. Uh, I will not repeat it, but uh, it is not a respectful uh, way to refer to people from Japan. Uh, but he meant it with, like, you have never heard someone utter a slur and mean it with so much fucking respect. It was fucking crazy. This dude was like, oh, this is a fucking bleep knife. Oh, this is fucking beautiful. And you're like, well, <laughs> fucking hell. What the fuck did you just say? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, every single time you take it to any of them, they fucking froth it. And, uh, yeah, call it a scary knife. Because it is fucking terrifying. You, like, rest it on things and it just chops straight through it, right? Uh, and I was washing it. And I uh, may, have, may have had a bit to drink. And uh, my hand slipped. And... Whew, holy shit. My finger... I, caught, I just caught my, my right index finger with his mm. knife, very briefly. It went straight through. It just went boop. And I yanked my I yanked my hand away, dropped the knife into the sink, and then like immediately chucked my finger in my mouth to stop the blood from going out. It was too late. There was blood fucking everywhere. And like it has to have been moments, mere moments, and I just sprayed blood fucking all over my kitchen. It was legit, like a fucking. You should have a warning before you started this story. What are you doing? <laughs> like you didn't know I was going to turn into a Tarantino like, film halfway through. It was like this. a fucking crime scene. Uh, and then like yeah, I'm like fucking finger in my mouth. I'm like oh fuck, oh, fuck, oh fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up. My wife gets like. Just a tissue box, and I just start like that's throwing salt on it. <laughs> Fucking scream, you little bitch! Here, here hold this lemon <laughs> for me. <laughs> lemon, tequila, salts. Here you go. Um, uh, 
Yeah, like I'm just packing it with tissues and holding it close. And uh and she's like cleaning up the blood and uh and I'm just holding like holding pressure on it. And she's like, uh, so do we need to go to the hospital or what? I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I'm pretty sure we got it. I don't know. Yeah, it, it didn't go more than halfway. Right? It might have. <clears throat> you like when you look at it. You can. There's still a gap, right? It is healed with a full fucking space uh, in the flesh. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It was. It was deep and it was. Uh, it was long. Um, and yeah, my mouth is like still like my mouth was still at this point still chockers with blood. So I'm like hammering water. I just didn't mm. seem to go away like fucking Lady Macbeth, but with my mouth, I guess. And, uh, yeah, fucking like, she's like, I think like you need stitches. And first of all, my first thought was, don't they use super glue on these things? So yeah. the first thing I Googled was how to use super glue on a cut. Not uh, super glue. It's not super glue. Don't use super glue. It's not yeah. super glue. This is a medical podcast, Job, <laughs> as we've found out the last couple of weeks. <laughs> We're not using super glue, right? Don't use super glue. JB on our Discord <laughs> described it as flesh glue, but be straight with me. Flesh glue, that's that's, that's spooge, right? That's lube. That's lube. Oh, oh lube. Okay. Oh. It's one or the no, other. Yeah. It's one or the other. Flesh glue. Flesh glue. Okay. Yeah. yeah, spooge no, makes things sticky. Lou yeah, sure. obviously doesn't. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. Don't don't use super glue. Uh, you can if it's like if if it's an emergency and like you're out in the woods and all you happen to have uh, your arts and craft supplies. I suppose you you you're out in the woods uh, in a 127 hours situation and you just so happen to have been out in the woods building a model airplane uh in that case super glue is probably okay but uh no they have a specific medical kind of glue uh, that they use for that kind of shit and the other thing i googled was how deep does a cut need to be uh for it to need stitches and uh apparently if you hold pressure on it and you take it off after 10 minutes and it's not bleeding anymore you're Gucci. Uh, you don't need stitches. Hmm. Uh, is one of the ones I saw. <laughs> is one of the six podcasts you listen to. <laughs> it was a YouTube. And uh, one of the YouTube said five minutes, but I chose to go with the 10 minute one because I didn't want to yeah, go get stitches. I didn't want to go get stitches in my finger, you know? Uh, so, yeah, chop the fuck out of my finger. But now I don't even have a band aid on anymore. I'm like mm. free and clear. I keep whacking it on shit, which is frustrating, but quite painful. But yeah, mm. I'm basically all good. Yeah, yeah. Like stick it in good. some some sake once once a night. Whoa. Get those germs. Get those. Get get that all cleaned out. Get the get the uh, hand sunny. Douse yeah. it in some hand sunny. Why don't you go get the uh, the, the your water pick and you go spray it a little bit with? Well, <laughs> wow, wow! I'm the one who's supposed right to put there. the fucking the warning on. 
Yeah. Use the what, sidekick. And Luke's like, oh, yeah, now we're escalating. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. This is the real sword town. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, we did an early one last week because we went to an event. The launch. Yes. Two of events. SFC24. Oh, EA yeah. Sports FC 24. Yep. Yes. That does remind me, though. Uh, powerhouse. After Dark, I think it was called. Um, yeah. EA Sports FC 24 launch events. Uh, showed up at this thing. I was wearing my Sam Kerr jersey. It's a 29. Uh, 2019. Uh jersey i'm not mm-hmm. some fucking fucking joby come lately oh boy right this is this is the original shit this was before it was cool this is it's not a fucking green kit that everyone thinks is fucking flash this was repping mm-hmm. back when it was fucking it fucking meant something so um yeah show up uh i got in a fair amount of trouble for showing up in a soccer jersey i was not supposed to do that apparently uh, this was a. Why, why is this? Who told you that? Uh, one of the organisers. Uh, right. Yep. Uh, it's a bit weird, though, isn't it? It's not. I bit, thought it was weird. weird. I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird. Oh. But uh, whatever. Yeah. You, maybe your problem was you didn't dress like a douchebag influencer. Was that your problem? No, I totally did. I totally did. I had fucking like rare colorway. LeBron's on and fucking sure. like come on. the top half was was struggling. That was the problem. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Ben Sherman pants, mate. I was I was full blown. I was peak influence. They were skinny. They were almost skinny pants. <laughs> they were the skinniest pants that a guy with thighs like mine can fucking wear. Uh. Anyway. So uh yeah. Uh, it was an influencer. We were well, not we. It was like ninety eight percent. I was deeply influencer. out of place. I should not have been there that's that's one of those things where you 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 arrive and you're like ah oh, fuck i'm out of my element all right i thought this was going to be like a you know a thing a different thing but this is this is influences influencing everyone's got their fucking phones out and they're talking at them like fucking pointing at themselves the whole time and like fucking introducing where they're at and I didn't take any selfies none that I remember I mean there's definitely a period there's a significant portion of that evening that I don't remember at all but uh (laughs) okay the parts that I do remember uh, I didn't take any selfies yeah yeah uh did you have fun though yeah it was good um we we didn't play anything did we try the king thing? There was. Thing? Yeah. Did I try the king thing? Yeah. I, was, I think I was forced to try the king thing. Um, yes, I did. Miserably. Oh, no. Really? Uh, yeah. This did, is like... Did I try it? No, but it, it was pretty close to the point where we were probably like 20 minutes before we bailed. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the kick did not go well. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, it, what, you shank it or... Just I just kind of like, on. just, I don't know. Did you play I, soccer I tried up? We talked about this? No, no, I didn't play soccer. Ah. Rather than kicking it like on the front, I kicked it on the like front side of my foot. 
Oh, no. What, like you're fucking bending it like Beckham or some shit? Yeah, I don't know. Like outside or inside? Like inside. Yeah, that's not... That's not. It's. It was a power kick, right? You wanted power, right? Yeah, yeah. Should have yeah. been at the front? Oh, yeah. Okay. You I wasn't sure like, I'd kick it at the front. The, it would just go like top. into the sky. You wanted the top, basically. You want to like pendulum your foot and then yeah. and then like drag it through you know but it was also a very narrow like corridor and i wanted it to go somewhere in the middle mm. as opposed to just fucking boot it and be like let's see where this thing goes um but clearly i should have just done that so or toe kicked it toe kick was is always a popular choice if you're just going for raw power as long as you don't care about breaking your toes you know yeah could have done that i was also wearing jeans and oh yeah giant shoes giant and was shoes hours into drinking but anyway I, I tried that um didn't play the game there were a bunch of stations set up mm. we didn't get a chance to do that though too it was so busy there's so yep. many influences influencing mm. and uh they wouldn't let us near they were like who are you and they're like you can't be here yeah like, all right we'll go back to the bar how many how many instagram followers do you have Ooh, uh, how did you even ooh. get in? Yeah, who who let you in here? Five. Wait, did that guy back there you know? in the Sam Kerr jersey just say what's Instagram? <laughs> that's 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 crazy. Did he sneak it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah, good times, good times. The parts I remember, I was having fun. Um Yeah. There was an art installation in there. Oh, we jacked that up, didn't we? No, we was we were protecting it. No, for the record, Jess. Jess was a fucking menace. For the record, absolutely, we, we were protecting it. Yeah, oh, I drew um, a face on a ball. That was not a face. <laughs> that was definitely not a face. We tried to stop you. It looked, uh, and you like kept it drawing. Could have been a face. A long, sad face. A long, sad <laughs> face with two giant eyes on the side of his long, long nose. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we got away with it. Um, yeah, I don't think we made any of the, uh, oh, yeah, me and, uh, me and Nate, the, mm. the, the backs of us made one of the promo shots. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Yep. Got to be happy with that. Um, so yeah, you know, can't be <laughs> with you sucking your fingers. I was sucking my fingers. <laughs> It was pretty good. <laughs> what yeah. is happening there? Who looked at that and was like, you know what? This will fucking charm. Like, I want that the one The way in my they selection. do those, right? They take like a hundred photos, like all at once, right? They just got like the, one of those rapid shutters, right? Like, they couldn't yeah. they couldn't wait three frames for me to not be sucking my fingers? Nah, they got to go with the one where Joe's sucking his fucking fingers. Classic. Yep. So that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, another proud moment for old Jobo. <laughs> another uh, photo moment snapped up in history. Yeah. <laughs> that, that years from now, centuries from now, they'll they'll be going through the da digital data records and they'll be like, this guy keeps popping up in photos from this time, sucking his fingers for some reason. Who is He's he? always... We'll call him Suxy Fingies, and uh, <laughs> we don't know his real name. It might be Joe 
Big Baby Gilroy. It might be, <laughs> might be Kerr, we think. We don't know. We saw yeah. her wearing a shirt that said Kerr Big at baby one Kerr. point. Yeah. <laughs> he went by Wayne Kerr. Um, anyway, so that was pretty good. Uh, the next evening, I went to uh, Powerhouse After Dark, uh, which was at the Powerhouse Museum in Ultimo. Um, and the, it's basically, it's free entry. Uh, it's free entry and you can go to any of the fucking museum. So it's got a bunch of games exhibits, which is pretty cool. But also, you can go to the rest of the fucking museum and it's nighttime and kind of spooky and mostly empty and there's not like a bunch of kids around. Um, so that was even better. No kids named Jordan with uh, questionable... With, uh, anyway, moving on. And, uh, yeah, Powerhouse Museum's fantastic. If you've never been, definitely worth it. Uh, but this was free, so even more worth it. Uh, I don't know if the Powerhouse is normally free. I don't know shit. I've been a couple of times, I can't remember if I paid. It's hard to remember. I, I, I think some of the sections might be. Yeah, right. Mm. I'm not, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. And sure I... I don't keep track of all my financial comings and goings, you know. I just, you know, I just am. I'm a being in this uh, in, the, in this journey. Anyway, and uh, yeah, I went to a couple of talks. Uh, saw some, uh, yeah, good talks. Saw some cool, like, exhibits. Uh, this really interesting game called T-I-M-E. I think it was called, or maybe it was called Time. I don't know. You know, I talked Timmy. to I, I, Timmy. That was it. That was it. Uh, I talked to the devs. They're AIE students, and they whipped it together in six uh, six weeks of an idea that they had. Um, I talked to. I never asked them the name. How they say the name of the game. So uh, that was a mistake. But anyway, it was a duel, uh, a like an arena. First person shooter arena duel game, um, 1v1. And uh, yeah, first to win three rounds. And the twist was uh, the, the loser of a round was able to rewind time uh, to get to a, an advantageous position. So uh, basically, it saved you, saved both players' positions and move them around on the map and uh yeah they were able to basically select an advantageous position and replay how they thought things should go uh from there and so uh i lost my first round because i didn't know what the fuck i was doing uh and rewound while they were hastily attempting to explain to me what i was supposed to be doing i uh, selected a power up move myself next to the power up because uh, I had passed over the power up section at one point and then yeah moved myself back there immediately got the power up and then blacked the, my opponent they moved so that I wouldn't be able to do the same thing again uh, and they got me again I moved myself so that I would be able to get a powerful like a, I think it was a DMR or something um like a double damage DMR or some shit. And uh moved moved to get that and then I got the power up as well. 
and uh, yeah, I won. Um, that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with that one. Um, it was yeah, yeah, interesting. They kept talking about how they wanted to feel like Unreal Tournament, which made me, I think, just steal my resolve to like just beat on them because obviously mm -hmm. Quake Three Arena is better. Um, and Can't find it. I was looking for it. I was looking for the game. I couldn't find it. No, I don't know. I think I think they whipped it together for this event. Yeah, but uh, I thought maybe it would have been like in a yeah. press release for the here's what's gonna be there. Yeah, true. Oh. Uh, if it like if you see it coming, you'll know uh you heard about it here first. But um yeah, it was definitely an interesting execution of a concept. Uh the UI is probably the weakest part of it. It was very hard to work out like intuitively at a glance what the fuck was going on at any single point in time uh, and so i was relying pretty heavily on uh information from the devs standing next to me trying to explain shit to me while i was in the midst of a fucking uh first person shooter arena duel um but yeah so yeah that was that was cool i got to play macabre uh but it's a really early it's I I wouldn't even call it a demo. You know? I wouldn't describe what I played as it's not a demo that we would normally play, right? It is a demo mm. that I think uh the sort of thing that they would show to like if publishers. they were to Yeah, to publishers, exactly. Uh to to give publishers Here's our proof of concept. Exactly. Uh, because none of the systems were really in the game. Um, like none of the core gameplay systems were really in the game. The atmosphere and the... So Macabre is a stealth extraction horror game uh, that's blown up on TikTok a couple of times. Uh, I don't use TikTok, but I was made aware of it anyway via the Gap Discord. Uh, I wrote, I did an interview and wrote a story on it um, for Games Hub. And yeah, this was the first time it was being shown in public. Uh, it was behind closed doors. My experience was hampered somewhat because there was a some sort of fucking concert going on next door. Like literally next to it. And so I couldn't fucking hear anything and it's a game where sound sound cues are really fucking important so uh they had to like actually tell me a couple of times that i was looking in the wrong direction because there was so much sound coming from the left hand side from this concert that it was drowning out the entire left channel and so i was looking over on the right for what i thought was supposed to be there uh but yeah i just didn't have a left channel at all so like, oh, it's actually further to your left. Um, so yeah, that not fantastic. But like in terms like even beyond that, like the atmosphere outside of that, they're fucking nailed it. They got a really good idea of uh of that specific the atmosphere that they want to fucking bring and the the essence of horror that they wanna like invoke. I think they're really nailing those aspects. But the gameplay, just absolute, like, yeah, it's just not, it wasn't supposed to be there. You know, like, I don't think 
it ever really was. So I would say that uh, I haven't really played Macabre yet. Um, yeah. If at, at most they can turn what I played into, a, I think, a pretty good tutorial. Um, but yeah, the, it doesn't actually set you up for the real game. Uh, but yeah, I'm still excited for the idea of that game and uh, where they might go with it. So uh, yeah, keen to keep track of it, I guess. Uh, and yeah, see more. What else? Cool. Um, yeah, I think that was about it. Uh, it was it was a great event. Uh, if you ever see it coming up again, um, definitely worth going to. And yeah, that's it. What about you? Did you go to anything? Yeah, I went to the Assassin's Creed Mirage launch party. Um, was it really? Which was there? that same night. And uh, no, we snuck in. And uh, what a stark contrast between the two events we went to on um, on that week or in that week. Uh, this was. <clears throat> A lot more like community focused and um <laughs> yeah definitely toned back a bit more in terms of the people that were in there which oh, yeah. was a really good surprise um and like i could talk like talk to people um there was like a loud we had to move at one point <laughs> we were in the ea one because we we're like oh, we can't yeah. hear each other yeah it is so loud in here mm. um which is fine but yeah the two the two sort of differences between the events were were um staggering it was the assassin's creed launch was basically um they had a the narrative director there um for the game and she was talking about um her experience on the title and things that they worked on so uh, jess mcdonald um who works who does some stuff with ubisoft hosted the event and they did like a q a sit down um and ask her questions about uh her experience on the title and and some things that people wanted to know and so that was good um and then uh they did some some giveaways and things like that um they had food going around and drinks uh, and a couple of like um interactive sort of events that were going on like there was a guy some actors in there that would like tell you stories and Thing. so yeah it was a very different <laughs> type of event to the one we went to hmm. um which is cool anyway I, I, had, I had a good time i got to mingle with some people um Did you have more chat. fun i don't know if i had more fun look let, let's rate it by alcohol right. in the events i've been to over the last month hmm. uh we're going with ubisoft at the top they had some good drinks some cocktails uh, the quality um, of the alcohol you mean not the mm. volume of alcohol. Um, not the volume. No, definitely not the volume. I was very tame at this one. Extremely <laughs> tame. Um, but the, the drinks were really nice. And so right. I, um, uh, yeah, I thought they did really good. And the, like the layout was, was present. Like at one point they were showing the trailer, I think the launch trailer on the screen. Mm. Oh, sorry, on the wall. But the, the, the location we were in was very like rustic and and the wall had like it was a brick wall that had holes in it and it was a little bit um like it wasn't a flat surface it had 
the bricks were a little bit bumpy and were in different positions so it gave it like a really cool oh yeah look to it um so the venue was nice and all that sort of stuff oh my a- god anyway that reminded there was this not part of the thing we were <laughs> supposed to be looking at but part of the museum at the powerhouse there was this fucking painting on this like this cloth hmm. but it wasn't like framed it was like hanging in its frame and there was like a, the slightest amount of wind would go behind it, but it was a bunch of lines. And when the wind would like, when air would ripple past it, all the lines sort of fucking moved. And holy shit, it it fucked me up. I was like, I was looking at it for ages, thinking, uh oh, this is it. I've uh, this is my psychotic break. The the painting's moving. It's gonna start telling me to do things now. Anyway, yeah, just. Your bricks thing reminded me of that. Oh yeah, no, that that was where I was going. It, it was um, yeah, it was very different. It was a uh, clearly focused more towards the people that are in that community and, and cosplayers, and um, there was media there, and I think some they gave away some fan tickets and that sort of thing. Right, um, and then a bunch of the staff were there, sort of celebrating all the work that they've done. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, it was good to mingle. Whereas like the EA event, yeah. <laughs> It was like what four of us, five of us hanging out for most of the night. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, because um, yeah, we really were all the ones that we knew. Yeah, <laughs> we were. Yeah, yeah. It was. Us. I I was definitely invited by mistake. Hmm. Uh, nevertheless, made the most yeah. of it. Uh, but yeah, good week, good week, good times. Stuff is happening. Uh, Thursday, I had a really rough Thursday. Oh my god, that was, was the, after the uh, it was after the FC, EA Sports FC event. Right, right, that's right. Because we got you, we someone got you tickets. Was it Nate signed you up or someone else for the know. Ubisoft one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so then Nate bailed. Yeah, on the Ubisoft because he was he wasn't feeling well. No, he was ratchet as well. Yeah, yeah. You were at the um, the powerhouse House. thing. Yes. Not um, drinking. I was not drinking. Oh, I was drinking. There you go. I backed it were. up. Of course you were. Yeah. Of course you were. Um, you were just as they're hosting, over. and she backed it up. There you go. Fucking <laughs> youths. These youths. Um, yeah. Me and Nate were pre-gaming. So, you know. We're three points deep. But before we'd even seen you. So, you know. Just, just well, but well, I, I, I had two or three cocktails before you even got there. Two or three cocktails, this guy. Right. I don't think they'll own cocktails when you go there, right? They were not. I drank them all. He drank them out of booze. Yeah. Um. Anyway. All right. There you go. Let's uh, let's let's talk about some games. Somehow we're an hour in and we've not talked about any games that we've probably played. Hey. Um, Counter Strike Two came out last week. Oh, we yeah. were speculating that it was going to drop. It did yep. drop. Um, thank you, Valve, for doing it during one of the busiest times of year, uh, right when I started my shift at work. Ah, Love it. nice. Slick. Love to see it. <laughs> I think what make I think what probably makes it work best is that it's definitely it's it's not a game that could have used a delay or anything. You know, like. This this was bursting to come out, you know. It was mm. it has no content and 
none of the features it's supposed to and it's replaced a game that people really loved uh, with something that is a bare bones version of the same. So it just absolutely had to like come out right when it did, you know? So that's, that's good. That's good. I've played a couple of rounds. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to play Counter-Strike if it's not gun game. I just, I don't know. Oh, well, not, not necessarily gun game. I just want to play community events. I, I want to surf. I want a fucking gun game. I want a fucking danger zone. I don't want to play sweaty spaghetti fucking 5v5 Counter-Strike. I don't want to do it. Deathmatch doesn't really fucking do it for me either because you always get the fucking sweaty spaghetti cunts who fucking can't help but like, oh yeah, I'm going to buy, oh yeah, I'm going to buy the AK every round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Like, why is it not, why is random select weapon even an option? Why is that an option? Just fucking force everyone to fucking randomly go with a weapon every goddamn round. Utterly ridiculous. So you got, yeah, you got tools you just can't help but go the same fucking weapon over and over and over again. It's just shit-tastic. So, mm. Gun Game alleviates that. Um, Danger Zone obviously fixes that. But yeah, fucking... So I just, I don't know. I just did not enjoy is it. Is Danger Zone in this version? No. Oh, okay. Neither is Gun Game, neither is like fucking any of this shit. Deathmatch is it, man. If you don't mm. want to play 5v5s, Deathmatch is fucking it, which is just bonkers right like yeah it's just crazy shit man it's legit what they did to overwatch sans stealing everyone's skins i suppose mm. yeah. yeah like but it's still bad it's still content why does why does counter-strike 2 have to exist and global offensive 1 not you know Especially, like, at least while it's in the state that it's in. Like, just, you invented early access, Valve. Mm. Just release it in early access and say, hey, we're going to work to add these modes you love into Counter-Strike 2. Uh, we will leave Global Offensive up until it's happened. Until then... Um, yeah, so please, you know, play them both. But once all the modes are across both versions, we are going to eliminate Global Offensive and move purely to Counter-Strike 2. If, like, I understand from the reasoning that, like, you can't, like, you can't split the player base, right? You can't have, because they've done it too much. They've been through they've this before, it. right? Like They Sel still have Source it. Like, you can play Counter-Strike Source and... 1.6. 1.6, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, there, it is a split player base already. It's, yeah, like, no, I totally get that reasoning. But fuck me, man. Like, to just take a game away, uh, it's just bad, man. It's just a bad fucking look. It's a bad system. But uh, I'm sure you're more uh, familiar with it than I am, considering it was it dropped on your shift. How uh, how have you been? How's it been treating you? Um, I played a little bit that day. Um, I won quite a lot, so I liked it. Sure, nice, classic. Yeah. I was getting headshots, popping popping skulls. Oh yeah, played some dust too. You know, 
back in the day, showing these yeah. young whippersnippers what's going on. Yep. Whippersnappers? Whippersnappers. Whippersnippers. Yeah. Yep. Cutting their grass. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, it, it plays like Counter Strike. There's, there's obviously differences to when I used to play like 1.6. I didn't really get into uh, Go at all. I think my playtime on Go was like eight hours. Right. Um, played a little bit of Source, mm. but I think, um, yeah. By that stage, like I'd sort of moved on to to Soldier of Fortune. So Soldier of Fortune two, that is yeah. dominating that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it still it still plays like Counter Strike. It still feels the same. I got eighty um, hours of Source listed. Mm. Only 40 okay. hours of Counter-Strike slash Go. Uh, they weren't tallying hours back in the day when 1.6 was on, but that would be no. easily be in the there. thousands. Uh, I but, yeah, I've got eight that. hours in source. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a 10-year-old game. Yeah. So uh, I did not play it. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, maybe it was before they were tracking time. Before they were tracking time, I think so. And also it I was one so, of those yeah. games that you mostly played on LAN or I mostly played on LAN. So it would have been harder to track. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I've definitely got more than that in source. Yeah, I've got more than eight hours. When I think yeah, about it. Because, sure. uh, yeah, it took over the LAN cafes for a little while. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, so yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I it feels like Counter Strike. I, I I don't like fuck around with it anyway. So it's not my yeah my thing. I chucked my ten year badge on and was like, let's go. Oh yeah, I'm gonna Flex. get some headshots. Yep. Um. Yeah, got some MVPs on on a couple rounds. Don't know what that means, but black. I did it. He's black. Um. And it w- but it wouldn't let me play anything other than like casual. Who's like you need to rank or right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Match, do some training or some shit. So that's what I was doing. So special um, bunnies. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it, it was. I don't know, man. I I have not other than that first two days, which I sort of worked on it. Then I've not really had a look at what the public interest has been like. Um, but I know people were very much gagging for this game to come out I think it has swung the other way I think people are probably pretty annoyed at what they're missing out on uh, solely because it's no longer an option you know like the yeah. communities you know like I think probably 70 to 80% of people who play Counter-Strike probably want to play 5v5s right want a sweaty spaghetti it up it's it's like dota right like dota's probably got similar fucking stats in that 70 to 80 percent of people bloating up dota want to play dota but there's still the numbers that these games pull mean that 20 percent like yeah still a lot it's still a more than most games it's, it's more than yeah more than a lot of games that it actually exists. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a very... It's a minority compared to the overall 
player base of Counter-Strike, but it is a majority in terms of like, there is a large group of people who are annoyed because they can no longer play Counter-Strike the way that they want to play it. And I would say that I'm one of them because I said, I literally said it before it even came out on the podcast. When Counter-Strike 2 comes out, I just want to play gun game. I literally said that. Uh, I know it's called Arms Race. I'm never going to call it Arms Race. It's a stupid name. It's called Gun Game. Um, right? Like, I, I literally said that on the podcast like three weeks ago. Uh, I thought I thought it was going to be there. That's just the style of game that I want to play. I, like, I, I played sweaty fucking Counter-Strike for fucking... I, Probably have more hours than a lot of fucking people playing very, very sweaty uh, styles of, of Counter-Strike. And I reached a point where all I really wanted to do was load up fucking Ice World and play some stupid fucking gun game. And that was fucking good fun. And I know Arms Race wasn't quite the same, but it was still pretty fucking close. And yeah, there were community servers and there were all kinds of fucking things and none of that shit exists in Counter-Strike 2 and I just think it's a fucking real shame, man. I, I really do. I think they fucking, they biffed it on this one. Uh, it is a subpar fucking launch. Uh, it is quite weird, right? Because they, they did, like, they've done this sort of thing before where, um, like you said, they've, Dota 2 is sort of the perfect example where they picked up Dota, um, created Dota 2, and we're updating both at the same time. Yeah. Like they were adding new features to Dota 2, but any patch changes for a really long yeah. period of, of time, they would just roll it into Dota until, I don't know, is Dota still around? I know they don't update it anymore, but it took them ages yeah. um, to do that. So it's, it is kind of bizarre for them to be like, we're getting rid of Counter-Strike altogether and just replacing it. Yeah. Um, like it, it feels like there's some other intentions in there that we just don't We're really not privy know. To, yeah. Of. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is a bit odd. Mm. And it's always hard to glean from Valve. You know, like anything from Valve. Let's call Eric. Let's get him. Oh, on. we'll get him on. Yeah. Yeah. We we'll hit the clubs. Been a while. Um. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else we want to add? Or is that no, good? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to which fire. One word. Which fire? Which fire? One word. Uh, this game is. This is the people can fly, isn't it? It is. Uh, it is yeah. dangerous, man. It's a dangerous fucking nope. game. The astronauts. The astronauts, off. not people. No, no, no. They're former people can fly. Uh, oh, okay. And yeah, the astronauts are. They made. Um, what was it called? The fucking. Oh, not DS, the, the other one. What? Uh, the fucking Ethan Hawke. Oh, Vanishing of Ethan Carter. That's it. The Vanishing of Ethan Hunt. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, former former people can fly uh, members who, uh, who moved on and made a new one when they got bored out. Uh, hmm. the astronauts and uh, yeah they did the vanishing of Ethan Hunt and then they have followed it up with their new one Witchfire and uh, uh, it is nothing at all like the vanishing of Ethan Hawke 
yeah. That that game was a, a narrative adventure. Yep. That's a, <laughs> a that's a good way to put yeah. it. Um like more involved than your typical uh walking simulator. Mm. But uh if the if the term walking simulator evokes a idea in your mind, uh yeah. It was more than more than that, but not a lot more than that, you know? Um, so yeah, this on the other hand, Witchfire is a first person roguelike that is probably the closest a game has come to Dark Souls, I would say, uh, like a first person shooter has come to Dark Souls. Um, this is the closest I've seen a, a game come to that concept uh while still being a shooter it's like the more i think about the execution of witchfire the more i think like it's not perfect under any circumstances but the more i think that this is probably the this is how you do it i think they've really like lasered in on delivering what a souls game uh delivers while staying true to what makes a first-person shooter fun. So uh, you are a witch hunter and uh, a prayer, P-R-E-Y-E-R. Uh, and you, are, you have guns and you go into these, these maps and you got to work your way to kill the witch. And to kill the witch, you've got to kill her acolytes. And each map has an acolyte. You're going to kill them all to to get to the witch. It's early access. It's on Epic Games Store at the moment. Um, and that will be important later. I'll, I'll get back to that. Uh, but early access means that you can't actually get to the witch yet, uh, I believe. Uh, she's not accessible. Uh, as it stands, you can only do two of the maps. And it looks like there's about eight maps planned. Um, but what you're doing, so I've, I finished the first map. Uh, I'm having a rough time on the second map. Uh, but yeah, basically you go in, uh, to, to this level and, oh, how, like, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to think of how I explain this in an order that makes sense, but like. The, the typical gameplay experience is you, you go in, you spawn at a portal. The portal, the first portal is always on a beach. Um, and you work your way up to this village and there's spooky dudes, uh, like archer dudes, and they shoot, shoot their arrows at you. You kill them and uh, you, when you kill them, you earn some souls. Uh, if you die, you drop those souls. You have to go back and retrieve your souls. Um, if you don't die, you can go back to the portal and leave, right? And so in that sense, they've added sort of an extraction element. Uh, it's, not, it's not an extraction shooter, but you can sort of imagine the portals are like bonfires, 
that you can go to and activate and you then go back and spend your souls, basically, is how it works, right? Uh, you're not safe when you're at these bonfires, uh, but uh, once you go through the portal, you are safe. So it is a way to get to safety. Uh, there are different portals around the map, uh, apart like outside of the one that you start out at, at the on the beach. Uh, so you can go to different different bonfires, uh, but basically, yeah, you work your way across this map. And uh, one of the things, like it doesn't tell you anything, and it's actually to its detriment. Uh, you know, I think uh, we've reached a point where the concept of a Souls game being about the discovery of mechanics uh, has has sort of become a parody. It's been flanderized. It's like it's now gone so far as to be a fucking joke, right? Because that's how it feels in this game. It literally doesn't fucking tell you anything and you'll spend like half an hour in the game and then realize you have been pissing away a bunch of fucking time, um, which is not good right and yet the gameplay is good enough that it's you don't give a fuck right like you uh people can fly made like painkiller and it's got that sort of aesthetic and that sort of uh feel to it like it's got really good fucking gunplay and really good movement um so yeah it's very easy to just enter a flow state while you're like shooting shit uh, so that makes that ma that makes it work. It, it doesn't like you don't actually. You're annoyed that you pissed away some time that you could have been using more efficiently, but it doesn't matter that much because you're still having a fair amount of fun. So you go out, you bank your souls. Uh, you've got what are they called? Like volatile. Yeah, it's witchfire. It's not souls. It's called witchfire. You got volatile witchfire and. And, uh, and safe witchfire and, and you turn your volatile witchfire into safe witchfire by going back to your little fucking safe haven there you can turn the witchfire into levels it is souls in that sense uh, you don't really spend witchfire on anything else at the safe haven you do spend it in on the map on, on like cleansing curses um and that, that's important because at some point you realize the more you level up, the more enemies it introduces and the more like mechanics it introduces. Uh, so you, you leveling up, you can actually kind of be fucking yourself uh, by making the game harder. Like the more you level up, the harder the enemies get, the more evil, like nasty enemies there are. And then when it runs out of nasty enemies to add, it starts to fucking like ramp up the power of the regular enemies, uh, which is pretty fucking rough. So, uh, yeah. So you want to kind of fucking restrict how much you level up, but at the same time, you've got this, uh, this research system, right? Where you're researching weapons and, and that's all based on how long you spend in a level. Right, so you go out into the level and you're researching a new gun and maybe a new spell. And to do that, you've got to spend like 25 minutes accumulative in the level, right? So you, if you want to spend 15 minutes one time and 10 minutes the second time, then that's enough. But if you want to spend uh, 25 minutes 
just doing the level, then you can do that as well. And uh, once you've done that, you go back to your safe haven, you've unlocked a new gun, you've unlocked a new spell, and then you take those that gun and that spell into the level and you level those up as well. And you level those up by using them. You get fucking 25 kills with the the gun and you get, I think it's like 250 kills while the, the spell is equipped or something like that, you know? Uh, and that levels it up and suddenly it's got like a new ability. So I got like a fucking, I got a bolty, a bolt action rifle that when I get a crit headshot, uh, it's, it like does this explosion that does damage to everyone nearby, right? And when I get to, to tier three, that explosion also causes something called decay where everything sort of takes damage over time, uh, like a poison effect, right? But also that decay can combine with other elements. So I've got like a shotgun that does like fire damage. And when I shoot an enemy and get a crit on kill, uh, the body of it goes flying backwards and explodes and does fire damage to everything nearby. So if I pop a head of someone in the backfield and then shotgun a dude, crit headshot to kill him all the way back to them, the decay and the explosion sort of combine and take out fucking everyone. And so you wind up like the the movement is good and you, you got like a stamina system. So you're managing your stamina system, managing your movement and actively attempting to set up these scenarios where you are like killing like always hitting critical headshots, always hitting crit shots, but also like critting them in such a way that it combines these elements so that fucking everything dies all it fucking wants. And uh, when you get into that flow state, man, you are fucking, you just, you lose like, there are, there are a couple of research elements that took, that were like 45 minutes long and I would like get through, I just, I would just be nonstop, like lasered in. I'd go in, I'd be at zero of 45. And the next time I'd come up for fucking breath, I'd be like, oh, I wonder, like, I wonder how much of that uh, research I've done. And I'd have fucking cleared it. God knows how long ago. I just, I never, it never even fucking occurred to me. I was just fucking murdering the entire fucking time. I was, non-stop fucking chaining kills perfectly the entire fucking time and it felt fucking sick uh and so that's cool as fuck man like i think it just fucking nails that uh aspect of it and uh yeah the like the souls part i know it's i know it's sort of um trite uh to put it in in these terms but you know you are you are collecting souls and you do drop your souls on death and there is a degree of difficulty. I do not think that it's punishing enough on death. I, I think there are ways that they, they could very easily ramp that up. I think the easy way, and I know people don't, don't love weapon or equipment degradation, but uh, I do think it is one way that you can punish people for death. Just have degradation on death. Don't, don't have it on fucking hit, just on death, right? 
Uh, so that, that way you collect gold while you're in the game. You would spend that gold to repair your equipment. It would be a good gold sink because uh, at the moment there's no reason to sink gold into anything other than research. Um, and then, so I think that would be a really good way to fucking sort of alter that economy a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, the other big thing is like map knowledge is a big fucking part of uh, success in Witchfire. And it is a big part of success in, in Souls games. Uh, Souls games make you learn it by playing it over and over again because you fucking die. Uh, Witchfire makes you learn it by playing it over and over again because you're trying to research weapons or upgrade weapons or those kinds of things. Uh, it's a different approach, but I think because the games play differently, like the the alternative, right? Like every not everything dies in one headshot, but most things die very quickly after that headshot. Um, they're not bullet sponges. It's not like the fucking division or some shit, right? Like there are a lot of things that you can kill with one headshot, uh, and yeah, I think if enemies if combat was as slow and methodical and and deliberate as a Dark Souls game, then it wouldn't work as a first-person shooter because you wouldn't really have the mobility that you'd require, right? So what they've had to do is sort of refocus and accept that what a shooter does is allow people... Like, what, what really good shooters do... What shooters that I think the people who made fucking... Bulletstorm and and uh, Painkiller are good at. Um, what they do are high mobility, high lethality, uh, and tapping into flow states. And so they've made they've translated that system to accomplish what a Dark Souls game might do. Uh, with while while still being admittedly a starkly different game you know um i think it's i think it's fantastic i've played the fuck out of it uh yeah it's on epic at the moment i i and it's early access i reckon i reckon the timed exclusive part of the epic deal i reckon by the time it comes out on steam you'll probably have the whole game which yeah I don't, you don't think, think it's timed exclusive to the full 1.0. Maybe sometimes it is, but those are usually shorter windows uh, as well. So, yeah, I would definitely wait a little bit longer uh, just for there to be more combat because I kind of, I kind of powered through it in a weekend. I'm not through. I haven't beaten the second boss yet, but I am on track. Um, so there could definitely be more content but like outside of that like yeah the game the game that's here is absolutely here I probably could have been further along to the second boss if I hadn't gotten so enamored with like chasing that flow state element in a shooter because it does it does a really good job of it. It's not as it's not as hyper mobile as uh, Get to the Orange Door uh, that I talked about last week. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not as hyper mobile as that, but like 
I do think both games tapped into similar flow concepts uh, and and abilities and yeah, both are compelling in very similar ways. Both are fairly unfinished as well. But yeah. Anyway, uh, I would I would definitely recommend it. Uh, if you're fanging for a really good shooter right now. I think I think you would get a lot out of it. Absolutely not. Uh, I think you'll get a lot out of this, but uh, it's free. Yeah, I could I could also see like waiting this one out, and yeah, wait for happens. more content. Yeah. Well, I think it's just going to get better. It's all all that's going to happen is it's going to get better. Um. So yeah, that's about it. Anyway. All right, that's called Witchfire. It's available in early access on uh, Epic Games Store. Yep. Um, all right, what do we got up? Two more games here. Up next, one of them is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, so I talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, I went to a, uh, a preview event at the Ubisoft office in Sydney. Uh, I did not have a great experience. Um, I guess uh, to recap some of the things, like we've we've talked about the uh, last couple Assassin's Creed games that we've we've played, Origins, Valhalla, um, Odyssey, things like that. Like they've gone to a much bigger scope, um, full on like RPG style mechanics. You're putting points into stats. You're on a big skill board, um, unlocking different abilities. You're out in the world roaming about, exploring, coming across side quests and quests and all sorts of things like these huge massive open world environments um that seem to be getting bigger and bigger and this game from them is uh so assassin's creed mirage is a uh, sort of uh looking back at those classic old assassin's creed 2 style games which are a bit more um narrow focused and uh and like a yeah different style of game uh, a bit more action action adventure it was definitely action adventure um and so yeah i um some of the complaints that i had uh when i did the uh preview were things like i was feeling a little bit lost as to what i was supposed to be doing on the specific like the particular mission that we were doing um i uh you know a couple of times i was like i'm not sure if i'm supposed to be here or somewhere else um i didn't really see much going on in terms of the world other than the mission that i was given at that time like there weren't side quests that i sort of stumbled upon and was like oh there's a person over here that sort of needs to do something there was like a contract board that i came across and there were missions on that it wasn't being like delegated by anybody that was sort of the side content that i could see um what else was there the uh the combat had uh, you know combat's been changed quite a bit um it's a much you know looking back at those old style games they're trying to uh bring it back to a stealth focus game where you are trying to navigate these labyrinths or mazes and um approach the situations that you're given um and try and tackle them as a you know a stealth game work your way in and hide in the shadows uh the combat in the last couple of games has has been more in line with a um 
you know, the Dark Souls style combat, parry systems, um, abilities, that sort of thing. Uh, and this is a complete detraction from, from that style as well. And so, um, basically the RPG systems in this one have completely, you know, been jettisoned. You're not really making big sweeping decisions in that world. You're kind of just, um, going with the flow. Murder. Uh, the yeah murdering people pretty much um the other big focus point for this was that it will be a much shorter game uh you know 120 hours you could sort of put into assassin's creed uh odyssey or valhalla and and with this humongous open world map um this one was you know that was saying you know 20 20 hours for the main campaign um so very toned back um the other thing is that this is not a fully priced game as well. It is a, um, I don't know, it's somewhere a, a lot cheaper. Like it's it's retailing for about sixty five to sixty dollars, um, which is a big stretch between like the hundred and twenty recommended retail price price that you sort of see for a lot of games is that these days, depending on where you buy them from. Uh, so yeah, it is a different. It's an interesting like testing the water to see maybe what they can get away with um for changing some of these games which i I was curious about because um yeah like i said i did not enjoy my time with it i i was having a um i was a bit bored i didn't i was confused by some of the systems i didn't really know what was going on because we were sort of jumping around time quite a bit we started at the very start of the game moved forward to a, a training montage and then dumped into like an investigation which is the main crux of the uh campaign so anyway um i have put in maybe 25 hours into assassin's creed or 25 to 30 hours so far into assassin's creed mirage over the um last couple of days um i'm definitely liking it a lot more than what the experience that i had uh back a couple of weeks back um but in saying that like it is a, a very uh disconnected experience compared to the last couple of assassin's creed like if you're there are there have been multiple like a lot of people that have been uh not really in, interested or engaged with those last couple of assassin's creed games because they are so enormous right they want a, a bit more i've given up like i've given up experience every time right like even even the ones yeah. that I really fucking enjoyed, I've just eventually just Origins was the first one I finished. I didn't yeah. I didn't finish the other two. It was so big. They're just, they're just too big. I went back and tried Odyssey a second time and, yeah. and spent like fucking fifteen hours in the tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, well oh god. Yeah, it's um ridiculous. Yeah. I, I mean their goal was to go back and like give you a similar experience to those classic Assassin's Creed games I think they've done it that's exactly what they've done here Um, and I can look at the problems that I had during that preview and I can pick out where my issues were now that I've played more I think that that preview session um, they were maybe trying to show us too much too far in the investigation that they dropped us into was like like 18 hours into the game sort of thing and I am like running around, not really understanding the mechanics and the, the how things worked. And then when I got to that point, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, well, I've done this before in a bunch of other investigations. I know where I should be going and I need to do these things. Whereas the last time I was like, 
I'm sort of just running around and not really understanding where I'm supposed to be, yep. if I'm supposed to even be here. Um, and so th- I, I think I said that during my um during what we were talking like previews are sometimes super hard like i can come out of it and be like i did not have fun on that yeah but i understand where i could be going wrong it could be that it was a bad preview or i missed something or like it's it's really delicate which is why most previews are very neutral or favorable and they don't really dive into the negative experiences that people have because because you don't like yeah, you got like half an hour. They're trying to, they're almost always trying to show you like an hour worth of game in half an hour. Yeah, and well, this was three three hours. Yeah, but like you know what I mean, right? Like they're trying to show you like a fucking two hundred percent of this game in a hundred percent of the time. You know, like they yeah. they're trying to show you as much as they fucking can, and yeah, people are gonna miss shit. You know, like people, beats aren't gonna get hit uh, yeah. because the pacing is off right like the the way these scenes are constructed is for pacing that just doesn't doesn't exist for a demo yeah and i think um so th- i i give them like oh that's that one's on oh well, it's not on me like i that was the experience that i had and i think it was a um maybe a missed mark on that specific section of demo um there's possible that somebody that's played uh you know 200 hours of um Valhalla jumps in and they're like yeah I understand all this it's all cool Um, but somebody who has who plays (laughs) hundreds of games Mm. over the many many years like that shit goes into my head and outside the other Um, anyway so that that's fair the other complaints that I had I think are still warranted Um, the combat is like I, I I don't really don't really like it's not bad but it's also just there. Like it's right. it, it's not where it got to in some of those other games where you had abilities and you were doing um, tricky things. There's there's a parry button, there's a light attack, there's a heavy attack. Yep. And that and a dodge. And that's your combat. So it's it's pretty stripped back. Um, the side quests in the world that I was talking about, there are some out there that you can find. Um, and yep. I think they have been my best experiences in the game, and that's the stuff I was worried about. Like, will where where will you find this um, when you're sort of roaming around this giant um, ringed city of Baghdad? And how are you going to come across this stuff if you're just, uh, you know, running along rooftops and yep. like where are these stories going to be? Turns out they're not they're not in the city; they're outside the city. Right. Um, and uh like all of that that is that is like pure you know the thing we were talking about where you the axe head experience in in yeah. assassin's creed or um you know running all the stories you hear about in red that we've had in, about red dead redemption 2 yeah. and like that is what makes those games and i've had those experiences in mirage they're just not in they're just not in the main city they're outside exploring like i have i think i got like a quarter of the map maybe still to be explored right. and I'm, I'm pretty like far into the game um, and like last night I just went riding I went riding around I should have been doing this because I should have been doing other stuff but I was like what is out here is there stuff going on and there's all these little nuggets of stories that are happening and um, so I think those people that like me who want those rewarding 
experiences in the game are going to find them and you have to go off the beaten path to, to yeah. discover them and I've found some really cool things out there like I don't think this is a spoiler but uh, so there there are these lost books that you find they're collectible in the world um, there is a character that uh, runs the uh, library um, that wants you to bring back a, a number of books and uh, anyway he's doing a thing and so th these are one of the collectibles you find the other sort of main collectible is the enigmas enigmas are riddles that are out in the world somebody has been leaving these treasures throughout the place and it'll be either a map or a uh like a you know a, ser a letter that has a, a bizarre puzzle or riddle on it and you've got to try and figure out where it is that the thing is talking about and go to the location and you'll find something and so I was, uh, I found a picture of these ruins and I went exploring, I found the ruins and then I found like the X marks the spot that the tree was talking about. And as I'm walking towards this tree, I get attacked by a fucking snake and I've played like 20 plus hours of this thing. I've not seen a single snake my <laughs> entire time. It yeah. scared the absolute shit out of me, <laughs> right? It's that yeah. classic Far Cry. I think it's a Ubisoft thing. They're just like, let's put snakes here. Because yeah. um, I'm like riding around and what, what is that sound? And I get off my horse and there's this enormous, I was a camel actually. There's this enormous black snake looking at me and it just strikes. And I'm like, holy shit, that is the, like, where has all this stuff been? <laughs> Um, yep. and then there's this other stuff that is happening around the ruins, which then ties back to the guy I was talking about in the, the library. And it's just, it's completely bizarre. Like all that stuff that is there. Like I, I've done a bunch of it. And I think there's more to it. And, um, that's the stuff that really gets me engaged in this world. The, yeah. the, the bizarre, um, things that you can come across that, that aren't necessarily tied to the main campaign, but they're the, there are stories you can run into and um so that is there and I, i'm enjoying like a lot of the aspect of, of it the um enigma stuff is really cool um there's some stuff that i'm sort of bashing my head against that i can't figure out um really cool riddles some of them are quite simple you know there's a map and you got to try and figure it out you know where the the x marks the spot is and then others are just wild um oh yeah so I'm enjoying all of that sort of stuff. Um, there is the investigations, which is the main part where you're going around. And it's the same sort of nature that like the last couple of Ubisoft games have done, where it's like, you can pick your option here. Do you want a guided experience? Do you want to be, you know, a bit more of an explorer? And you can kind of set it up when you go and it'll be like, all right, well, here is the general area where things are happening. Go here and look around and you talk to people or you find um specific points of interest and uh, you start clue you start putting together clues and those clues lead to uh more important pieces pieces of the mission and and then that will eventually tell you like you should go to this area and so it doesn't necessarily have a big objective objective marker saying you need to go do this it's more of a go to this place have a look around and figure it out I, I do very much enjoy that aspect of um the way ubisoft has handled their mission systems in a lot of their games recently and i do kind of wish that other games have would look at that a bit more um that 
that focus a bit more on like uh mission typed objectives you know not just go to this marker and yeah figure it out like this you feel like you're actually doing some work yeah you're Um, you're you're actually solving things or working things out you know like you're you're in control you're not just the the thing holding up on the thumbstick to go in the direction you've already yeah, told you're not pulling a rope that's leading you to yeah yeah the, the, you know the camel or the horse um i don't know where i was going with that but it, it but it also does a thing where it's like hey there are multiple ways you can get this thing you're trying to do done you might miss talking to a specific person or eavesdropping on a conversation or finding like a secret door somewhere that leads you to an underground compartment and so there are those uh, approachable, different approaches that you can sort of take to these um, stories. And then as you uncover more clues, you can then decide how you want to um, execute the plan. And, you know, I don't know if you can go about not murdering people. Um, there was, you know, this one instance, oh, not a spoiler again, uh, when you become a hidden one, um, you cut off the finger, right? You, you get rid of the finger. Uh, it yep. told me to press the button to cut the finger off and I left it for 10 minutes and walked away um, see what would happen and I came right. back and it was still sitting there uh, so I think you gotta cut the finger off yep. <laughs> at some point I didn't try it with any of the assassinations that might be my next um, test to see what happens but yep. uh, yeah I don't know if there are any choices which significantly impact the story there have been occasions maybe less than 10 where i've been given an option in a dialogue sequence which i feel like is going to take me down the same direction um so it's it's not that super heavy rpg uh starfield experience or cyberpunk that you know or even the classic the other valhalla games and odyssey and all that sort of thing um it is much more focused a focused experience so yeah, look, I am, um, I don't know, I am surprised, like, don't don't get me wrong, I, I still don't think it's as good as those other games that I've played, yep. but I am still enjoying my time with it, um, and I think the bits that I am enjoying is the, the stealth sequences, figuring out how to infiltrate an area, because you are literally, well, the way I'm playing it is I'm, I'm murdering fools, like yep. guards, and... Um, you get an ability in this called like assassin's focus and every time you uh, stealth kill somebody it builds up a bar or a a part of your meter Uh, and you can get it up to like five bars and uh, you can also upgrade that so that pretty much every time you kill someone it'll fill a bar Um, and then when you execute this move you can instantaneously take down five people in one click Uh, and he kind of like dashes around the environment Yeah, and, and murders everybody. And so, yeah. like, they're, they're obviously going for the, you know, it's a stealth game, but action stealth and all that sort of thing. And you are, yeah. you know, diving off buildings. And uh, I'm enjoying that sort of stuff. But like I said uh, last time, I think the tool set that it gives you is a little bit limited. Um, there are, you know, traps and uh, blow darts and daggers you can throw at people. But... Um, <coughs> there's nothing that does anything better than stabbing someone in the back of the head. Like I've got a, I've upgraded my daggers so that when I kill somebody, their body just vanishes. Like it melts their body. What um, the so fuck? that other people can't come across them. Uh, so the I feel like I'm at that. the, uh, rat darts. 
uh, <coughs> rat d- daggers. Right. So like I um I'm pretty unstoppable at this point. I'm just yeah, running right. through areas just like murdering people. Whereas when I first started, you know, I'm in bushes and whistling and you know, putting putting people in headlocks and dragging them into a corner and stabbing them and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I am very curious what the reception is going to be on like this game. I I still think it's going to be the lowest of the trilogy of games that we've seen in the past. Um, Series. Sorry, the, the the last like three from Origins on with the new style, the new format of games. Origins, um, Odyssey, Valhalla. Valhalla, right. Quadrilogy. Uh, I still think, yeah, so I still think it's going to review lower than those games, but right. yep. I, uh, I'm i su- I'm surprised that I'm enjoying it as much as what I am. I'm still having fun with it. Like, I was coming into this thinking, like, I'm this is going to be like a four for me and I feel bad about <laughs> yep. doing that. Yeah. And it's, it's not, that's not where I am. Cause yeah, like I said, uh, Far Cry got to that point where it just felt like that, like that game just got to just doing the same thing. Yeah. I was so uninterested. Um, but I, I'm having fun with this one. Um, anyway, I don't know if there's much else to add. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm digging yeah. it. Cool. I'm digging it. I'm, I'm enjoying the world around it. Um, and, and the thing I'm looking forward to if I get some time is exploring the wilderness, which is the, the part outside the central city. I do think this, the the city itself is designed really interesting because it's based off of the the round city of, of Baghdad, which was right. you know, a, a round city. And you've got these an external wall surrounding the city and then rings inside. And so there's more walls inside of the city that sort of prevent you from getting into the central area. They're all guarded and there's there's um, giant uh, unclimbable sections of the wall. Um, and that's their sort of way of forcing or, or forcing you into specific districts within the city as a like hey this is probably where you should explore first and you're making your way um you know you start off in a specific district and it's like all right now you can go to these two and then eventually you work your way into the main center where you have reached assassin rank and you need to kill the big person in charge um grand poobah i just yeah i I don't know i think it's an interesting design of that city and although uh you know it, it does sort of look a little bit similar but like in certain sections because it's right. kind of hard to make that be different because sure. it's you know the same structural architectures and things like that yep. um but you do get a sense of where you are it's quite easy to zip around and uh, unlock fast travel points and all that fun stuff uh, and there's a couple puzzles involving like um collecting gear chests and and um you know breaking certain parts of the wall or going finding keys that need to be unlocked uh, sorry uh, doors that need keys unlocked and um so there's a, a tiny bit of puzzle solving there as well so right uh yeah I, i'm i'm having fun with it but it's not blowing me away well nothing about it has blown me yeah. away other yeah. than me being surprised that that i'm enjoying it you're surprised that you're enjoying it but still nothing new that i haven't seen before and I know, I know. You said you you do, but like, would would this game be better if it was just like a contained version of Valhalla? Or 
like strip it back. I think or the problem just a there short is- version. Like this yeah, seems but- stripped back, right? But like, what if this was just like a fifty-hour version of Valhalla instead of a fucking two-hundred-hour version of what, whatever fucking crazy? I I got to one hundred and twenty hours when I fucking I was like, and I looked at the map of Valhalla. I'm like, I there's too much game here. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I, I gotta go. <laughs> Right, do something. and that's not like a, you're not coming away from that being like this is a shit game. No, you're like this is fucking no, awesome. I'm like, I, yeah, I I'm, having, I'm fucking loads of fun. Like, but yeah, I'm sorry, you, you, I can't keep doing this. But like, right. would, like, is I would you say you're missing it being that? Well, Sh- I think they're two different types of games. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah. Is is it a mistake? Is it a mistake well, for them to go in in the direction that they have with Mirage? No, I because th- I think it's it's trying to service two different audiences. I think we're going to get that next thing with the Japan version of the game. Sure, and I think this is also like the the is other there, telling is thing there, is is there enough people? Yeah, for yeah. Mirage, is it sort of like the Counter Strike thing again with the twenty percent and eighty percent type thing? Do you think? I I've got people people in my team at work who are pretty amped for this game they like like they love the Assassin's Creed franchise Uh. and they've liked those last couple games but they're so keen to get back to like an older style game do they know that I'm in this echo chamber there are actually (laughs) good game series out there or yeah I like those old Assassin's Creed games like I was all about learning aliens and fucking weird shit and fucking the golden apple holy shit (laughs) sign me up I want to know what happened to all that this gets you straight in there the Pope well, like there's none what? of that that bullshit in Animus at the start. It's just like let's fucking go. There's a voiceover of uh, is it Will? Is the main the main guy? Okay. Um, I don't uh, care. And I'm not jacking out of the Animus and oh, none yeah. of that. Yeah. So I jacking I think out the other of the telling Animus. Thing, the other telling thing it's is not like the it's Animus, not a full price it? game. It's not the Animus. There's no way it's no. called the Animus. Yeah. Assassin's We're Creed. Uh, Animus, really? You're right. Why would I question you? Yeah. But isn't Animus like... Isn't it like a... Short... You know, like a nickname for for Spooge? Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Um, Jacking out of the Animus think about it that way so anyway uh yeah i'm i'm surprised i am definitely curious to see what reviewers think the embargo is up in i think half an hour oh yeah um but but but, won't be half an hour for anyone listening to this i just don't know what the reception is going to be like right (laughs) i'm so interested in seeing yeah, maybe it could be the thing of like my expectations were so low yeah. that I'm like, oh shit, this is all right. It's all right. I'm not bored out of my mind. I'm not going to lie. Um, that is genuinely how it sounds. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said before, like it's not doing anything new that we haven't seen, but yeah. it's that it's not a full price game either. It's know, rat knives. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, that's Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, by the time people hear this, it'll definitely be out because the next game we're going to talk about, uh, we have an embargo on. We're and embargoed. It is for some reason on a Saturday, and we figured 
let's hold until Saturday because I think we both want to talk about this one. We do. <clears throat> Especially do. considering yeah. that uh, it got sent to us a while back and I feel mm. like every day I'm losing... It's disappearing. My, it's disappearing out of my brain. <laughs> right? Like it's... Yeah. I keep killing the brain cells that are containing any fucking memory of this fucking game. All right, let me start. Let me start by saying uh, I did not get it back as as far back as Lukey. Um, and uh, when I did start playing it, it was Thursday, which is the day after I uh, killed quite a number of my brain cells uh, <laughs> on the Wednesday night. So uh, I had to get Lukey's help with like the third puzzle in the game. The tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> not only that, but you messaged me and said, hey, how do you solve this? And I didn't see it until like half an hour later or maybe an hour later. And and I messaged you and said, oh, you've got to do this. Did you solve it? And you came back and like, nah, I gave up. And I'm like, it's literally like the second puzzle of the game. What are you doing? And like, I'm like texting you how, like, how to get through this thing while you're there. You're like, oh, I figured it's like it out literally now. step by step. Get the box. Stand on one box. Put the box down on the pressure plate. Like, oh, fuck. Uh, I will say this. Nate, who also killed a lot of brain cells on the Wednesday night prior to that, yeah. could not solve that puzzle either. So I uh, I felt so okay. You're telling I me you're okay. both idiots. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the Talos Principle 2. Um, oh, Did we not mention the name no, of the game? No, we didn't mention the game. Um, yeah. Hey, we liked the first game. We loved the first game, yeah. Um, came out fucking ages ago right like mm. eight years i want to say yeah I long time back up. um and 2014 uh, oh nine years fucking hell um and yeah like a complex puzzle game uh in the vein of portal um or perhaps the witness but not as wanky and uh mm. yeah uh, a lot of puzzles that involve like science-based uh, beams and refractors, Lights reflectors, and, and uh, yeah, pressure plates and physics and stuff like that. So more portally than it was um, the witness, which involved lines, uh, but. Uh, like the mm. witness, it involved it did include a number of puzzles that. Uh, spanned the breadth of the game world and escaped the boundaries of the puzzles themselves, uh, which the Portal never really did. Um, so, yeah, the Talos Principle 2, I thought I don't, like, when I heard that this had a sequel, I was surprised because I don't recall finishing the Talos Principle and thinking, oh, yeah, that, that game has sequel potential. Um, mm. Not that I don't want more puzzles, uh, just that it was a very self-contained story <laughs> that seemed to yeah. that seemed to fucking answer every question that it raised. Um, so yeah, like from that perspective, I was a bit surprised. But um, they've found a way. I I love it, but uh, they found a way uh, to make it work. And uh, yeah, uh, mm. I won't. I I don't think we should. Like you will find out. If you don't know the story of Talos Principle, you'll find out in fucking seconds, in like fucking minutes. 
Provided you don't get stuck on the third puzzle, you will find out in mere minutes in the Talus Principle 2 what happened in, in the Talus Principle 1 because it's very fucking robustly explained to you. Um, yeah, it's very yeah. clear what happened in, in the first game uh, minutes into the second game. So, um, yeah, it, it sort of kicks on, well, not technically, but theoretically, uh, yeah. In, in your in your character's terms, in the player character's terms, very quickly after the events of the first game. Uh, and, yeah. So... There's, so, I got this mm. a couple of weeks back and the email that we got was like, this demo is going to take between like five to seven hours. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. And I put about... Uh, let me just look how many hours that I put into this so far. Um, three, about three hours. Right. Um, and I, I feel like I did a pretty significant portion. Uh, and I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, I just don't want to play this anymore. Like, I had a fucking blast at this game. And I yeah. messaged you and Nate and was like, did you guys get Talos Principle 2? Mm. I was like, you need to play this. Yeah. Um, two reasons. There's a lot of fucking talking in it, so I thought it'd be funny. Yeah, um, yeah you, you got me on that one. But you can skip it almost yeah, yeah. immediately, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a guy who's it's like, you can explore skip. the uh, you can explore the world, the city below. You can go back down the map. And I was like, fuck that. Let's go. Puzzle Peace time, bitch. I'm going for the puzzles. I'm here for yeah. puzzles. Thanks. And then I went out and did a bunch of puzzles, spent like three hours running around solving shit. I was like, they said this is seven out, like nearly seven hours. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to ruin it for me. Like, mm. this is so fucking good. Uh, and that's when I messaged you guys and said, you need to check this out. But mm. also maybe you don't need to check this out because you might run into the same problem where you're like, I don't want to play anymore because. I re like, it's, it's actually going to be kind of tedious mm. if they, if they reset our progress. Right. Because okay. I, I know all the solutions to the first three areas. I've I finished the preview area. Right. I just went okay. ahead. Uh and I'm like, ah oh, fuck it. I'm just I like I was just frothing it. Like once I got past the third puzzle in the tutorial and got over my hangover, uh and I was able to actually think again. Um Yeah, man. Like I have I have absolutely smashed this game. I've and I'm solving puzzles like it's this. It, it is more of the same of the Talus Principle one. There is uh, wow. so more of the more of the light based puzzles, beams, and yes, yeah. uh, hey, there's a cat and uh, beams and like reflections and refracting and splitting and uh, a lot of logic puzzles uh which are exactly the kinds of puzzles i fucking love uh i will happily sit there staring at a puzzle not even moving just fucking piecing together what i need to do yeah and and and, and you got to solve this shit because there's no guides out there yeah. there's no youtubers yeah. there's no except for me you can message me and say hey yeah, how'd yeah, you solve this yeah, but like you've actually got to try and figure this again. thing out yeah it's it's so um it's re it's rewarding 
but all that and but it's also like tricky because you don't want to get stuck on something and then be like fuck this game i'm out yeah as well yeah exactly you want to um, feel like a let like an absolute genius when you solve it but the the tricky the the, the thing is you fucking do right like every single time even when you know like uh what was the game i was talking about void stranger right like i was talking about void stranger a couple of weeks ago sokoban game right where you like uh shift tiles around or shift around on tiles uh to solve all the many puzzles in that game right and i think i think i talked about how what I needed was like uh I needed to learn the techniques of Sokoban puzzles and I never fucking I never fucking do like they just don't s- stick if there are techniques I never fucking get get it and so they like those every single time I do one of those puzzles and I successfully complete a puzzle in Void Stranger I feel like a fucking champion because I had to work that puzzle out from scratch right and that feels really fucking cool right in talus principle it's not the same i know i have in my head i have like this theory right like this theory about how to solve these puzzles and i just need to do the prac right i know how to solve like the the classic talus principle puzzle will be there is a red uh a red key let's call it on one on the left and a blue key on the right and there is a uh red lock on the right and a blue lock on the left right and you cannot cross your like you can't if streams cross right like you you're not putting the lock in uh you're not putting the key in the lock you're connecting the key to the lock with a beam of light you cannot cross the stream of lights the blue light stream with the red light stream that will stop both streams that is a classic talus principle puzzle and you will if you play the first game you'll have done it fucking a hundred times right uh and by the way if you haven't played the first game, 1,000% you should play the first game. Uh, it is fantastic. Uh, I think it's on Game Pass, right? I think it, it is. It is. Yes, it is. It still is. Uh, and it still holds up. Uh, it's not currently on... Oh, got it. Um, well, I'd still heartily recommend it. Um, yeah. One of my favorite games. Um, and yeah. So... You will play that puzzle. You'll solve that puzzle a hundred times. And by the time I came across it in Talos Principle 2, it was like, it was like coming home. It was like remembering. It was riding a bike type shit, right? Like, oh, right. Okay. I know what I need to do. I know how to solve these puzzles. Uh, There's always a solution uh, the, the map, the, the level, the area will have provided me with the, the tools. I'm not going to go into the details, uh, but, uh, yeah, they always exist. Uh, and so I just need to work that out. That said, I still feel 
like a fucking genius when I put it all together. That's the fucking mm. beauty of it, right? Like, and it's something about the mechanical element of placing everything just so and like lining everything up and like more on the, like quite often in Talus Principle 2, there's a timing element to some of this stuff. And like, yeah, it's just, it fucking works, man. They fucking nail that fucking element of it. Um, they really, they really locked that shit in and they've created some really fucking good puzzles. Some fucking amazing world spanning puzzles too, uh, which are completely divorced from the normal kinds of puzzles that you'll solve. Again, I won't go into any details, but, uh, yeah, like you have to really like, you, I think there is, you know, there is a language to the puzzles of the Talos principle and there are some there is some shit hmm. where you need to use a completely different language to solve these puzzles hmm. and it's fucking awesome and that's well, that's better, the right like, that's how the game like starts is that it 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 throw the tutorial section that throws you into is like here remember the Talos principle here's yeah. some here's the puzzles here to solve yeah. things yeah. and you're like oh yeah remember the Talos principle and it's yeah. like there's boxes and fucking fans and lights and you're like boo, boo, boo. and then the when you get into the actual proper game none of that shit is there that that basic like yeah. laser thing is like fuck you here's the 2.0 version and you're like what is this shit yeah. this is nuts um but so yeah that that sort of Talos principle language it's trying to remind people that this is how you solve things in the past and now this is how you do it in our game in this new version yeah uh, and it's going to be a little harder a different way to do it um so yeah that that i thought that opening was just like was so well done yeah for sure i'll tell you i don't like talking i don't like the talking i do i like i don't I'm owe. Not, yeah i don't really love all that stuff yeah. that they've added you don't have to really engage with any of it but i do mm. wonder like there's always that part in a player's mind i think in a an attentive player's mind uh when they're when they're experiencing these things where they're like oh am i robbing myself of something if i don't engage with this shit sure right like if i just engage with the puzzles am i hampering something Am I not going to like, especially because, especially because there are fucking, there are other mysteries, you know, there were other mysteries in the Talos Principle 1 and there are other mysteries in, in Talos Principle 2. So yeah, you got to be wondering if, am I, by not engaging with this shit, am I hampering my ability to solve these other mysteries? And it's a puzzle game and a mystery is a puzzle. And so am I robbing myself of a puzzle? And that is the fucking tricky part because I just, ugh. oh, don't make me talk to people for fuck's sake. Did you sake. see the name of the last episode? No, I didn't. It's no, called didn't. Don't Talk to Me. Don't Talk to Me. Amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, Christ. Oh, man. I told my I told my uh, twin brother. My twin brother heard, like was like, oh, my God, have you played Cyberpunk? Have you played it? It's so fucking good now. Because he was always he always frothed it, and so I'm like, no, nah, I can't <laughs> fucking stand. I'm fucking teabagging all the time. Whenever I fucking talk to someone, and then fucking I get in a car in a fucking 
someone else drives me somewhere and, and talks at me. And I just, what, play on my phone? Fuck that shit. And he, he was fucking mad. Oh, man, he was so mad. He would not have liked that <laughs> podcast. I'm sure I upset some people with I that podcast it to last him. week. Yeah. Just here's the entire fucking, here's the entire screed. Job hates talking to people. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's very rich. If you're complaining about like not let, don't you don't want other people to talk to you in games, and you're like fucking, you talk three hours every week on a podcast. I don't want people to talk to me. <laughs> I want to talk. You talk at them. Yes, I. Yes, exactly. Otherwise, I'd be. Otherwise, I'd be you're at a bar talking to people. I am the Pan Am of this podcast. <laughs> damn it. Um, yeah, that's why Cleb listens in two point five speed or whatever it is. Of course, because I, I want to skip this. Skip. He's yeah, pressing yeah, yeah. C. He's, he's pressing C. He's like, yeah, it's genius. <laughs> it's yeah. genius. Uh, but yes. Anyway, um, yeah, it's difficult to talk about the Talus Principle too. Like, it's funny that we're going to make the podcast go up late for this because uh, we really want to talk yeah. about it. Uh, when really we probably shouldn't talk about what we want to talk about until. We're not on air because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Uh, but there are some really fucking real fucking mind bending puzzles in uh, mm. in this game. It doesn't really hold back. Um, like it does a really good job of like breadcrumbing you to each new puzzle as well. Like yeah, it's got a the new mechanic, the one two one through to eight for each uh, puzzle room that you're supposed to go to and it'll directly point you to where the next puzzle room is and you don't have to do them in order. You can fucking skip them. Uh, I I skipped them, but like it is generally to your benefit to do them in order. You You don't want to go to number eight if you haven't done number one because it is sort of slowly teaching you the the rules yeah the (laughs) language uh so yeah you can sort of screw yourself if you skip over but at the same time you'll always be able to solve them uh because the solutions exist um yeah i uh yeah i don't i can't i can't even think of a cryptic way to ask you a question well no because i stopped playing yeah two hours in I, I got know, to but... the second area. Okay. And I got like halfway through, I think. Yeah. And was like, you know, I don't need to see anymore. I- I'm good. I want to wait for the whole thing to come out. Yeah. And then, um, and then experience the whole thing at that time. Otherwise, I'm, I feel like I'm, like I'm sold. You don't need to sell me anymore. Oh, I'm for good. sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, we are like I don't know if you noticed, but uh, we have been getting achievements. Have you noticed that? Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. You get achievements as you're playing through it. Oh, yeah, I have too. Uh, hmm. I'm I'm, I'm kind of hoping I get to keep my achievements. It just unlocks. <laughs> yeah, well, it's and next month, progress right? And progress in the game. So Because, yeah, it will suck to do those puzzles again because there won't be that joy of solving the puzzle. Even, even if it is at this, like, there's a difference between knowing the theory... And then putting mm. into practice versus knowing the solution and putting you have to it untrain into practice, yourself. right? Like, there's, there's the, the, that's that's yeah. Like, I'll have to really fucking can on 
Yeah, because you have shit. to like dumb yourself back down because you're like, I know this works. And then like, why the fuck is this not working? Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's because you've gone too many steps ahead of yeah. the thing it's trying to tell you and you're you're too far in front of like the very basic thing that it wants you to do. Oh, that too, yeah. 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 Where you're like, this intricate puzzle, you're moving fucking these objects around and the solution is just like, no, you just stick that thing here. And you're like, oh, okay, fair enough. That's all you need to <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, gotcha. yeah, I definitely overthought a couple of puzzles. Uh, <laughs> and then I was like, wait, no. It can't be that complicated. Whoa, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, it's, it's yeah, I would definitely keep my eyes peeled for it. If you play the first one, you, yeah, you're going to enjoy this. Uh, there's going to, hey, if you don't like talking to people in video games, then there are going to be parts that you're not going to enjoy. But, uh, did you go do the city tour i did yeah what was it uh it was a lot of talking to people i did not have a good time um it took you back down the elevator and you yeah there was there was like a museum of puzzles and you could solve some puzzles and i did like that bit yeah okay cool is it was it museums from the old game like sorry puzzles puzzles from the old game game. yeah yeah. oh that's cool that's kind of interesting yeah yeah um all right, that, no, that's um. Uh, I think like this is one people have to keep an eye out for. I'm I, like I'm hoping it's it's good, as mm. what I've seen so far. And if it is, it's gonna be, yeah, a big surprise because I think, uh, uh, yeah, I was pretty blown away by what I I played so far. I don't. I'm going to very quickly look up embargo details. Like what I'm about to say, I don't think is a spoiler or anything, but like I literally cracked out the uh, the. I'm just making sure I'm not gonna fuck anything. Yeah, I cracked out a hexadecimal uh, translator to solve some shit. Uh, in Talus Principle 2, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, like literally, you know, fucking 8F and 4A, 8F, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's some, yeah, there's stuff around the world that you can, yeah, you come across. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, like it, it's, it's more than happy to go well outside of the boundaries of what you think the puzzles the game has Hmm. you know well outside those boundaries which is cool yeah yeah all right well that is the talus principle 2 it is out next month uh Hmm. pretty much a month from now exactly um and uh we'll definitely be talking about it here more and uh give you an update all right. Well, that is the uh, news. Sorry, that is the uh, games we've been playing this week. Uh, we've got some news we can go through. Um, you've done most of the fishing of content for this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Dota 2 TI-12 prize pool is crap. Um, so Valve launched their new compendium for the uh, Dota 2 International, which is not doing very well at all. Um you can actually look at the live tracker on uh, on the Dota 
Kr and compare it to previous years uh, at the same basically m most years this thing kicks off and the numbers just go like all right we've Woo. just hit five million dollars in the span of uh, 24 hours yeah um uh, valve puts in like 1.6 million and then contributions to from the community people buying things that's what accelerates the uh the prize pool and it, it kicks up to the point where the biggest it, it is the biggest prize pool in esports history by going upwards of 15 million dollars um this year it is currently sitting at 2.8 2.8-ish yep. million dollars which is a uh just over you know 1.2 million from the starting and that's nearly seven days in uh the same point last was it last year was the last one last year yep yeah we're at well, the price was at nine million so yeah. hey seven million dollars shy yeah what's uh, going on here it's Un the lowest it's it. ever been uh it, it, yeah unless they change something this is gonna be the lowest like half it's half lower than 2015 like more than half um so it's, it's seems, going straight it's not moving at the current yeah it's, it's there's no, there's no it, it's been a two point upward trajectory it's been a 2.7 for like the last three days four days it's on like yeah. 100k in yeah it's picked up like fucking it's picked up like 300k in, in the last five days uh, um yeah so this is an interesting one, I think. Uh, the the I think the uh, uh, crux of it is that the compendium's kind of shit, right? Like, uh, there's not there's not a lot in it for Dota players to really buy uh, outside of our oh, Valve are promising to add more content later, but Valve aren't really trading the, in that much trust jokes. they got counter-strike to make they got counter-strike they got counter-strike to half release and promise to release more content later um yeah it's an interesting one in in that regard right like like well yeah people aren't buying it because there's no real value there right like the idea, I think people at some point tricked themselves into believing that people were buying the compendium purely to support the international, but it was a, it was a tandem thing, right? Like people were buying the compendium to support the international and because they got stuff out of it, which is, you know, so it's a, it's like buying a ticket, right? Like they get access to the the live game and uh they they also get to support whatever it is they bought a ticket to right like it's a it's a way to do that without like but on a huge fucking scale which is fucking bananas you know um i just i don't know i think it's it's not that surprising that it's it's doing way worse than it probably should be, but it's not surprising that it's doing poorly. Um, it's, yeah, a bit disappointing, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So wait, uh, do you know the reasoning behind, like, what what's 
to people don't like about it. I'm trying to figure it out, but I can't see on the page by looking. Uh, I I believe it's like it, there's not enough content in the compendium this year, right? Not nearly enough content. Uh, and so people are just opting out of like purchasing it uh, because, yeah, like what what are they purchasing really? Um, some stickers and stuff. Uh, yeah, like I can't even figure like out how to great skins and and stuff like that that used to really sell it for people and like cool modes and stuff like. Not enough of that's in it. What little of there is. So yeah, people are just not buying in, which makes sense. You know. Yeah, right. I can't even see like where, I don't like if there are any rewards. It's just got like it says there is, but it doesn't say what they are. Right. Maybe it's only in game. I have no idea. Like they they. Before they would be like, "Hey, right, here's the things that are, the displaying, you know, I get you. that that are coming." It just says like reward types, and it's got each reward type has its own progress media uh, yep. meter, uh, and it's got like chat wheels and stickers, and but we're like, yeah, where are the skins and and that sort of thing? It's not. It doesn't show you anything. Maybe it is in game, but I just can't see it on their website for whatever reason. Um, yeah. yeah I don't know I guess we'll have to wait and see what they change it doesn't get me less excited for watching it but as a player it probably will impact your experience quite a lot uh, yeah probably um, yeah I agree like but I guess you're not playing fantasy this year is that the, the end of this that's, that's what we're getting to yeah basically and I'm not going to try that Agonim's Labyrinth or whatever it is yeah, is there a new mode? Anything. They didn't do no. They didn't do a no, mode or anything. So right. yeah, there's like literally Dota three. That's that what's shit. happening. Oh, they're doing it. What if they drop Dota three and they're like fuck you? Dota three. It's got no. <laughs> got three got heroes. No special modes. Three heroes, and it replaces Dota two. Um, yeah. And now it's the first person shooter. Look, pew pew. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Oh, next up, the FTC is blocking. You didn't want to read this one out? The FTC I, did, I is, didn't see it. The FTC is blocking the MS Active merger again, and Job is getting ice cream. I wrote this out so that Luke would read it, but uh, I'll read it. I don't mind. I don't uh, have yeah. the page open, but... I'm, I'm getting uh, fucking ice cream, I'll tell you what. I didn't hear anything about uh, this. When did this the happen? The FTC is blocking this merger, and I am getting my fucking ice cream. Uh, which is cool, you know. Uh, everyone's happy when Joe wins another bet, another bet. Uh, so yeah, this is pretty recent. Uh, you don't have to be paying attention to the news, I guess. Uh, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. And uh, Microsoft's not happy. Activision throwing shade on Twitter. I can't believe they're still using Twitter. Uh, the COO said something like, uh, "What." the FTC wants to use its limited budget on is up to them. Um, but we're still working on making... Pretending they're relevant? This happen. Uh, so that's that's actually a pretty good... Pretty good clap. Uh, 
pretty pretty strong shot at the FTC from from them. But uh, yeah, basically they're trying to block it again, and I'm getting my ice cream. Luke, any thoughts? Uh, what what's it say here? They've got a week. Is that the t- t- no two weeks, three weeks? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but the U.S. government's going to shut down, so. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about this. I've not even looked into what's going on. Just, just give us. What do I don't. You think? Think, I feel like what it's not a feel? big deal because it should have been everywhere. What I feel, I feel like they're just the FTC is just trying to stay relevant. This is going nowhere. Oh yeah. Again, they they're not going to look fondly uh, like whichever judge get this is not going to look fondly on like them doing it again and being like we've already told you shut the fuck up because then it undermines the decision that the other judges had like that that's just usually a bad mm. sign. True. Yeah. 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 Fair. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm back on the page. I found us. Right. Uh, layoffs are happening everywhere. Epic. Epic Games uh, laid off 900 staff. Uh, this was reported as um, how, how much was it? 9% of their workforce? 16. Okay. Sorry. Um, which is still a huge number. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Naughty Dog, I think, was in the list. Yeah. Saw that today. And Team 17, significant is the number uh naughty dog was apparently a lot of contractors slash qa people um i don't know what the team 17 stuff relays to so do you have any insight uh following on from internal stuff earlier this year uh apparently this is a lot of contractors again uh being laid off from team 17 but no numbers have been locked in just yet uh, obviously, any numbers pale in comparison to nine hundred, uh, but still, uh, yeah, rough. Uh, that people are, are losing their jobs. Um, I do think that the epic one is kind of interesting because I wonder if we're going to see a bunch of like, I don't know, you could Ball call them too. like epics babies, right? Like. Uh, Epic like during COVID like went on a hiring spree and they were like poaching uh, high high tier devs from all over Ball the guys fucking team, place right? well yeah they shut down the entire Mediatonic um, but yeah they're like poaching all over the fucking place um, and yeah yeah uh, now all of these devs will have gotten a i'm sure a fairly good fucking severance package yeah that sounds like what's happens when i was reading the other day so epic will have basically just maybe hopefully hopefully a percentage of these people stay in video games and use their newfound insider knowledge of the Unreal Engine to pump out some cool fucking games. That's I mean, the, the other silver thing is, lining. There's also, I mean, I hear about this quite often, and obviously it's not going to happen for every single one of these people, but end up back in working for the same company, either right. in like re, being rehired. Mm. Um, like sometimes that happens. So, yeah, yeah you just sort of don't know. 
yep. what's going on here. But it says in this um, this uh, press release, I guess, from uh, Tim Sweeney that they've been operating at a loss for quite a while. They're spending more, sorry, they're, they're spending more money than what they're earning. So this was a way of trying to bring that back because uh, their growth wasn't as high as what they wanted it to be. Sure. Uh, interesting that they are operating at a loss, but fair enough. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, they're going out, they're purchasing like these rights for games, making them exclusives, um, everything going to Fortnite, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it looks like it hasn't panned out for them as of yet. Um, anyway, that yeah, like you said, that sucks. I have not looked into the other two really i mean i did see some stuff today about naughty dog and and how it was um potentially tied to the uh the multiplayer last of us game um which has been shelved um and so it was, yep. it was qa people sort of working on um potentially that game right yeah uh, right. yeah but otherwise i don't know too much more about that all right anything else you wanted to add nope no all right, uh, and the last piece of news here is that the uh, head of PlayStation, Jim Ryan, will be um, retiring and stepping aside. Um, he's been there for uh, for quite a while, um, with the company at least, mm. um, and took over as CEO in uh, 2019. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he basically joined before the like the PlayStation launch. He's been there for yeah. a really long time. Um, and has been like the face of Sony for the last couple of years. Um, w- what I found interesting is that he's retiring and they're replacing him with somebody else that's much older. I don't think him. he's much older. I don't think. He, I, don't I think, think he's, he's like much. six, seven years older. Six? No, I don't think so. How yeah. old is Jim Ryan? I just I'm looking it up. He, he, I mean, he looks here. old, right? I'm he scared because if I look like that when I'm um Fuck that old. That's rough. That is rough. Poor, poor. I mean, old he obviously guy. works really fucking hard. He's fifty-five. It says here. Yeah, so you won't have to worry, Luke. <laughs> oh, fucking got him. Um, that's in fifteen years. Oh, you could look like that in fifteen years. Fucking. If you still have any hands left. Yeah, yeah. I'll chop. I'll slice them off piece by piece. Maybe uh, it's just the images that are on here that are just like yeah, really yeah. fucking I think, bad. I think you're just ageist. Uh, Jim Ryan, 64. Hiroki Totoki, 59. You fucking lunatic. Hiroki Totoki is a fun name to say. Yeah, so they replaced him with someone older. No, not if time still moves linearly. Wait, how old did you say? 55 and 59? No, Jim Ryan, 64. Hiroki Totoki, 59. Oh, I thought you saw a thing here that said he was 55. Then 60. You see... Uh, but yeah, it just seems like Jim Ryan is, um, old, you know, like retirement age. Mm. Oh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing an, uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm seeing so many different fucking ages now. 63, 59. 55. I saw 50 something the other day. 58. 
Nobody can agree. Yeah. 75? No, oh, maybe. He's definitely not 75. Are they just looking at the picture and mean like, that, yeah, yeah, 75? That's definitely it. That's uh, definitely it. I didn't I didn't do any further looking into Hiroki Totoki's age either. So right. he might not even be 59. He might he might be fucking 40. Well, you think about it, right? He might so be according to us. According to uh, Wikipedia, Phil Spencer from Xbox, yep. the head of Xbox, is fifty-five. If I if I put both of those two guys next to each other, oh, yeah. who who are you like? Who's older? No, that's fair. But like some people, I was thinking about this the other day, right? I'm now the same age that Hal in Malcolm in the Middle was. Uh, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. I'm now the same age as him, Brian Cranston. I look way better than Brian Cranston at that age, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not bigging up in myself. I just mean like they made him look old. You can look. It's pretty easy to be made to look old. You know. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. So there you go. I am old though. I don't look fucking this lighting. Have I told you about my fucking uh? When you shower head, it's fucking amazing, Luke. It's fucking amazing. I replaced the shower not. head. Replaced yep. the shower head in my apartment. And now I've got water pressure for the first time mm. in literally years. First maybe time in decades. And it's crazy. It's crazy how good my showers are now. It's fantastic. It's so yep, good. You, sh- nice. you should look into it. If you want... Some help, I can replace the shower head in your uh, in your apartment. I'm an old pro okay. at it now. I'm, I'm, I've got all the all the tools. A monkey wrench. I think it's called a monkey wrench. Uh plumber tape. I got plumber's tape. It's not used to seal up plumber's cracks. Different stuff. Um that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thing. Well there you go. Thing called a flow restrictor in your shower. I, d- I don't care. You would if you knew. <laughs> if you ever had a shower at my place, you'd fucking care in a heartbeat, mate. <laughs> you would care in a heartbeat. You'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna get myself some of that shit." Anyway, all right, let's wrap yeah. this podcast up. All right. Well, that is the news. Do we have any questions this week? Uh, no. No. Uh, no. Awesome. Um, anything you want to uh, awesome. plug or give a shout out to that you've been working on or anything interesting you've seen that you want to, I don't know. Go and go to Games Hub and check out my Macabre interview. It's still up, still relevant. And, uh, they take that down, do they, after a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Two avoid, weeks, that's it. To avoid the royalties. Um, they're like uh, Warner Brothers. Um, I, uh, I watched... Only bur- only birders in the building. Only murders in the building. Have you watched okay. that? Um, wait, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the. I'm like three or four episodes in the new season. Oh yeah, yeah. Season three is pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, back to form. I didn't like season two all that much, but season three was pretty good. So uh, that's my pitch. And Gen V is out. The boys oh, TV boys. show. Yeah. Uh, first three apps, and uh, it's off to a, a very strong start. So that's cool. Nice. What about you, Luke? What do you got? 
Um, you can go to uh, gamepo.com. We've got a, a ton of content Contents. going up right now. Um, I'm working on Assassin's Creed Mirage content. I'll have a review up at some point. Hopefully, I don't know. I'm thinking like, um, I don't know. I don't want to put a score on it. I think I think it'll be like a 76, 77 for most people. Like that's right. where it'll sort of fall. Yep. Um, and that's sort of where I'm leaning to, like a seven point five. Who has it in the fantasy critic? The gap fantasy critically. Someone's got to have it. Let's have a look. Uh, Klebe, Klebe has mm. it in our fantasy critic league. So uh, is, that, is that good? Is that like? I think he uh, wants more than a 77. Yeah. Because it's going to be lower than the other um, the other three. And I think they were in the 80s. Like, I think one of them was yeah, the lowest, right. was maybe 82-ish. So I think it's going to be like 70s, high 70s. Um, all right. Anyway, yeah, you can go to gamepo.com. I think I'll have a review for that if I end up doing something. Um, but I've got a bunch of other content going up. We've got a ton of things around Assassin's Creed that are happening right now. Um, and we're gearing up for uh, the rest of the games coming out for the next uh, couple of weeks. So yep. um, yeah, you can check out my stuff there. Anyway, uh, that is... Oh, I started watching Welcome to Wrexham. I'm really digging that show. Oh, yeah. It's the um, Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney um, FX series where they buy a soccer club. Um, I'm like 10 episodes in. I've sort of just been binging it right at night randomly yeah. it's a lot of fun um all right well there you go you can find us on itunes android any place you get your podcast from we're under the gap or the ga podcast if you have a moment please rate and review the show helps other f- people find us on the internet um you can also go to our discord page the gapodcast.com slash discord uh we talk about video games movies tvs books food anything really and we play games in there as well you know what's a good one to talk about on our Discord, I reckon, is uh, where you get your podcasts or listen how you listen to your podcasts or whatever because I, I got a fucking email that mm. uh, Google Podcasts is going away yeah. and they're just going to fold it into YouTube Music or some fucking horse shit. Right. And uh, so now I need a new fucking podcast app, I guess. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, but um, the you know ones I do... We're in this one fucking app that just did what it needed to do. But as yep. usual, it was Google controlled. And so now it's going away. And now I need a fucking new one for whatever fucking reason. Uh, just the classic yeah. classic Google stitch up. Uh, so yeah, throw that in the uh, Pocket in Casts the, in the Discord. is what I use. I use I, Pocket Casts and Spotify for my podcast. All right. I'm not signing up to Spotify. It's never going to happen. Um, but I think I have Pocket Casts from way back in mm. the day. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, you can also play games in that channel. There's obviously a lot of things coming out and we'll try and keep involved as we're going. What happened with uh, Party Animals? Did you just die in the ass? Oh, you know, we had a fucking fun time with it and then we stopped, stopped playing it, I guess. You know? It's only yeah. fun when you got... I mean, so people. did everybody else, it looks like. Oh, yeah? It's a 62% positive rating, Ooh. which is not that high. I'm one um, of those negative reviews. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Mm. Um, you can also go to our web- website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our, our social pages up there. Just the one we'll use. We don't even use that one. Um, 
and that's all uh you can go to our website for uh, any other extra bits of things that we put up there as well past episodes of the show you can look back at show notes and and everything that's uh gone up uh and that is all thanks to our patreon members if you want to help support the show you can go to patreon.com slash the ga podcast and you become you can become a member and help us pay our bills because they come through um often often once a year sometimes I don't know. Huge. I got a bill the other day for something. I don't know what it was oh, for. Dang. I should probably look at that. Fuck Usually they just kind of take it out of some account. And I'm like, yeah, cool. That's fine. Oh, good. Um, I needed that. But don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so, yes, thank you. Cool. We appreciate everyone's support. We uh, and we Thanks try so and get the uh, podcast up early for those people in the um, higher tiers when uh, we're able to. Um, if we're not doing embargoes, which, yeah, this week, unfortunately... Um, mm. Yeah, because Joe was like, you should have seen him before the show started. He was like, I'm not fucking talking this week unless we can talk about Tal's principle. I was like, but that's on Saturday. You're like, shut the fuck up. And you yeah. like threatened to hit me through the camera. That's know. true. And and yeah. Luke was like, he's like, look no, at my fingers. Patrons, I'll do this to your our face. patrons need it early. And I was like, fuck those bitches. Fuck all of them. I don't give a shit. We'll put it up late. And, I, and Luke was like, I don't think you should talk about them like that. Joe, that's fucking rude. And I said, I don't give a fuck. And then I said some things that I shouldn't have said, but I will not yeah. repeat. Yeah. yeah. You called them the... Hey, no, the, no, no, uh, no, 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 Anyway, moving all right. on. Yep. Moving on. Um, all right. That is... Is that everything I need to plug? I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, on the Windows Store. We're on the Windows Store. But are we? Did you check? Yeah. Did you get a, a Zoom? Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. yeah, I got a Zoom, yeah. Sweet. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That is the podcast this week. Uh, next week, uh, Assassin's Creed. Um, I think Lords of the Fallen. You know what would have been smart if we'd held next week uh, Talus Principle to next week, then we'd have mm, more stuff yeah. to talk about. But then I'd be like, I don't even remember uh, what well. I did in that game, which well, I still sort of don't. About any of it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. We did. Um, right. is out as well. Um, and there's oh, yeah. a uh, Detective Pikachu game, which probably none of us will play. Uh, cricket 24. Anyway. You know we love cricket. Yeah. Just love um, it. Lords of the Fallen is one I'm looking forward to if yep. I get time. True. We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, uh, big, big month of, of games coming, so um, stay tuned. Until then, uh, stay safe. Look after yourselves and... Uh, See you next week. Love you. Bye.